Welcome to Church Jams Now, a podcast where three former youth group kids and current music nerds deep dive into Christian music of the 90s and 2000s. I am your host today, Josh Olson. Josh! Hey, you did so good. I'm so proud of you. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the host now. (laughs) I'm the host now. (laughs) And with me as... Not always, but <laughs> on a very special occasion with me in person is <gasps> Mr. TJ Smith. Hey, Josh. Wow. How's it going, man? I'm looking at you right now in person, not just on Zoom. Yeah. It's cool. It's so great. It's very cool. Still TJ hate made his it. way to Texas and Still we're having a great it. time hanging out in person. <laughs> Our other co-host, which who's extremely jealous because he is far, far, so away, far away in so Portland, Oregon, away. is <laughs> Mr. Kylan Savage, of course. Hey, Kylan. Uh, hey. We miss you, buddy. We miss yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Wish uh-huh. you were here. Sure. <laughs> sure. I really do. I'm just you waiting can... for this to start, man. <laughs> start? Because <laughs> you're the host. Because I'm the host. I got to <laughs> do He's phoning okay, it in today all right, all right. as a bit. He's laying no. in his bed. He's <laughs> laying back just being, okay, I'll take it. I'll gladly take it. I'm going to be talking a lot on this part A, at least, because... We are covering a record and a wishlist record at that for me. Hey, we are covering FM Statics. What are you waiting for? Because it is turning 20 years this year. See, and I, answered course, the, I answered the question already. Of what? What are you waiting what are, for? What are you, yeah, I'm waiting for this to start. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, that was go. a bit. It just, no. It, you guys are drunk. You're not no, catching no. on to my bits. <laughs> I, I caught it, but since Josh is the host, I didn't want to steal his thunder. No, you uh, should have. So I stayed you quiet. Absolutely should I was have. like, is he going to get it? <laughs> no, is I did not. I never picked. You guys are always on like the same wavelength. It's and true. Yeah. I am always like, oh, I never. I didn't even get what TJ is doing with the mute math. And kind of, it's like, kind of like, I know what was going on here. <laughs> we both just, just have totally stole it right out from under me. Yeah. Propensity for ridiculous bits that yep. take too it's much effort to understand. It's true. <laughs> so we're still waiting for you to, you know, yeah. le- lead us into the stack. Yeah. Are you still waiting? Wait, static. what are we waiting for? I think there's some white noise. What am I oh supposed God. to do? Oh what my are you God. waiting for, guys? <laughs> Tune it in from the AM <laughs> to the <laughs> FM. Wait, what are we I'm talking about? The FM. Static. I'm going to get us asking? back on track if you don't. Okay. <laughs> I said we were talking about FM static. What are you waiting and then for? Y'all just looked lovingly in each other's eyes and started whispering bits about the radio. So. <laughs> Turn it to the FM. FM's better than AM. The fidelity is just so much stronger. Well, if you want me to drive it, I already said we're talking about FM Statics 2003 record. Yeah. What are you waiting for? Which is a wishlist record for me, which is turning 20 this year. And this episode will be coming out right around. It's birthday. It's twentieth birthday. Nice. So you know what? I that thought it'd be a great exciting. time to uh, to cover this. July is honestly becoming a big wish list month for me. I kind of sneaking in two extra wish list records Ooh, when I only planned one. So <laughs> this is. I found the loophole. If you get yeah. interviews, you get to see <laughs> you get your wish list records. It's a good yeah. incentive. It's a good incentive. That you makes sense to me. Yeah, I think it's a good loophole. <laughs> so. Yeah, so we are covering that. I mean, do you want me to jump right into some research before Please we do. talk about stuff? Okay, Please I've got do. some research. Who is FM Static? Yeah, tell us everything. I will tell you. Well, FM Static is original from originally from Toronto, Ontario. That makes Good sense. They're Canadians. Eh? No, they were Canadian. They Guys, did you, know, did you know that TV didn't make it to Canada <laughs> until 1998? <laughs> so a little bit after Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy, considering how close it is to the U.S. We've yeah, had TV since at least the 80s. 
At least the at 80s. least, yeah. <laughs> so I'm surprised it took that long to get there. Yeah. Their career was from 2003 to 2011, at least their recording career. And I mean, they were always a side project, which I'll get into in a second. Um, which is the members of FM Static. Uh, this is the only record where they were not a two piece. After that, they were always a two piece. Oh, wow. So this is, of course, the side project of Thousand Foot Crutch of Trevor McNeven, who's on vocals for this record and the entire band, of course. And Steve Augustine, the drummer from TFK, who's on drums for uh, all four FM Static records as well. Oh, cool. Hmm. For this record, they had John Bunner on guitar and Justin Smith on bass, and only this record. I don't know why, but they were on this record, and they have like band photos where they took them as a four-piece, and then ever a- after that, they were only ever just a two-piece of Trevor and Steve. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah, very interesting. Um, but yeah, so What Are You Waiting For was released July 22nd of 2003, so we are accordingly celebrating its 20th anniversary. What's interesting about this is, so this is a side project of Thousand Foot Crutch. But what's interesting is that this came out before any tooth and nail Thousand Foot Crutch releases did. Oh, weird. Yeah, because TFK had released Set It Off independently in like 2001 or something like that. And then they got picked up from Tooth and Nail. Hmm. But then they recorded their side project album before That's TFK's first album on Tooth and Nail came out, wild. which is it's just odd timing wise to me. That is. Yeah. It's funny. So hmm. if it's I would funny, love to know why. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they're like, Yeah, we wrote this and we came out with it. Let's put it, let's release it before Phenomenon. Like <laughs> yeah. Rockfist. Before people know who we are yeah, because right. of Rockfist. Yeah, yeah. We'll release this record. So Weird that just speaks okay. to like an idea of like they just want to make music. Yeah. Totally. And I mean, I bet this record was pretty quick to churn out. So yeah. it wasn't asking for a bunch. Um, discography. This is their first of four LPs. It was on Tooth and Nail, of course. Producer, we have trusty Aaron Sprinkle at the helm. Nice. Who I think produced, not all, but I think he produced most of the FM Static stuff. And we have the Tooth and Nail trifecta here of produced by Aaron Sprinkle. Mixed by Jared McNeely, mastered by Troy Glessner. Hey, there we go. So of the show. that tooth and nail sound that we've talked about of the yep. three of them, that's on this record. And probably kind of, I feel like, in the early stages of them working together and becoming the trifecta. Great. All right, guys. So who are, who are who are our comparisons? Which which of the golden tooth and nail trifecta are each of us? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just to take any opportunity to <laughs> Anytime any we have three group of three parallels. things. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't either. I would yeah. say, I would say. I know I'm not Sprinkle. Josh is Troy. You're a good like finisher. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you finish shit. Makes the thing happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. TJ, I would say you would be JR. Just because we have initials for for our yes. names, yeah, you know, exactly. That's yep. reductive, and yep. I reject that. CJJR, same, <laughs> same. And I would be Aaron because I'm, you know, I'm the I'm the musical genius, right? Uh, for, no, that's no, it. I'm that's just, it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This is going off the rails. Continue, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll continue. No charts and performances was their only record not to chart on Billboard. Christian. Hmm. Probably because no one knew who they were at the time. Right. TFK, yeah. we're the side project, but our main project hasn't come out yet. 
Um, Spotify stats. This has one of their bigger songs of definitely, definitely maybe, of course, maybe, yeah. But mm. surprisingly, uh, critically ashamed is killing it on streams. So like their second record oh, wow. has songs that just like blew up on streaming and huh. got real big. So that seems to be like their most popular record, at least according to streams. I don't know, like within fan base, what they would consider. So if you're an FM static fan, let me know what your favorite record is and we'll mm-hmm. get that going. This album does have, I'll just come out and say it, Kylan. Uh, it has 11 songs. The runtime is 39 minutes and 58 seconds. Nice. But that does include a lot of like extra silence because like the last song, My First Stereo, is like six minutes long, but it, it's only like three and a half minutes long. It has three minutes of si- silence at the end. And then there is a hidden track uh, called Hey Now that starts, I think, after seven minutes of silence. This is what dreams are made of. So it's you're probably looking at like a 30-minute record here. Okay, okay. Of 11 songs. So I can dig that. That's all That's all I've got okay. um, for research. I can keep going if you want me to. Uh, well, so I would like to transition then into why is this a wish list record for you? Okay. I would love to answer I mean, this was a record uh, I got into probably in middle school. And Whoa. yeah, and, and it was before Critically Ashamed came out because I was a fan before their second record dropped because I oh, got it. You when were it a came cool out. kid. So yeah, cool. so I was like, I remember, I think my friend Travis Bounds uh, burned me this CD and that's how I got it. I, was I, he ahead of the curve by leaps and bounds? He probably was. He definitely was. So this was like I got it in middle school and like I just and I listened to FM Static all the way through high school and everything. Um, I've not heard their fourth record ever. Actually, I've oh, not, never listened to it. It came in 2011. I've never listened to it. Hey, can you can I go off on a tangent really quick? Go for it. Can you compare the FM? So it's four records total, right? Yeah. Can you compare the FM Static discography, your feelings on the FM Static discography to your feelings on the Maylene and the Sons of Disaster discography? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can't because I've never listened to the fourth record. Well, I assume then that the fourth would be the same as Maylene 4. (laughs) Okay. Which is probably (laughs) why he drew this parallel to begin with. Okay, we can assume that. Yeah. Okay, so TJ, this record, we're on the same wavelength, man. Yeah, you got it. I get it. You guys, you guys always it. are. This is my two. This is my mailing two, which is number okay. one. Oh, okay, nice. Number this two is going to get real one. confusing real yep. quick. And then the <laughs> FM, for, <laughs> FM Static's first record is there is your mailing two, which is number two, one, which one. is their best record. <laughs> and critically, we've lost all this mailing's <laughs> one record, which is their second best record. Cool. Dear Diary, I'm saying is three. Which is third, three and three, and then four yeah, and three four. and three, there and then uh, we'll do four and four since I've never listened Perfect. to. Yeah, I mean the title alone is "My Brain Says Stop, But My Heart Says Go," which is a terrible album title. Whoa. So yeah, it's pretty rough. <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible so, anything title. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. But so I listened to this in middle school and high school and beyond. And like when you, if you were to ask me, like, what is the quintessential like high school record like this is the first album that comes into my mind because a lot of the songs like are about high school Mm. and so like 
as a middle school, I was like, this is what it's going to be like in high school. Hyper, and then later in high school, then I'm like, this is what high school's like. <laughs> that's so and cute. Like, I that's so adorable. I love it. I way to listen to FM Static in high school. So I haven't gone back a bunch to listen to them. So like, it's just synonymous with that era in that like time capsule for me. Yeah. And so that, that's all the reasons why. But I will say that I've been looking forward to this record, and I've not listened to it. I'm jumping ahead here. I've not listened to it in a long time because I was waiting for us to cover it on the show. Nice. So I've been excited to listen to it and get into it. But as we've been getting closer to recording this episode, which we're doing right now, I've been realizing that this is going to be not a great episode because <laughs> people are Why? going to have a lot to say and complain about it. And cool. it's like our good friend Eric said on Twitter one time about us, if there's a record that means a lot to you, maybe don't listen to that episode. <laughs> but you know what? So you're putting I, yourself like on the uh, chopping block then. It's not even yeah. that you're listening well, to it again. With I'm us. actually I'm actually not gonna do the part B. So I'm gonna <laughs> see you're gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna Oh you quit? And, you yeah, quit? Quitting now. It's God. been real, I'm man. He's not gonna listen to the episode. Kylan, <laughs> he's leaving his own house. Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm left here. here and he's he's going. That's I don't fine. know what to Josh, do. Josh, just make sure you take the soap. <laughs> yeah, it's good soap. Don't take I'm the not soap, leaving it. It's blue uh, lavender. It's funny. so nice. Oh man, okay. So essentially what you're saying, is it just like gonna break your heart if we flop this record? Yeah, I like be honest. Yeah, like, tell no. it like it is, man. It, it won't. It won't. It'll be fine. Um, but are I, you expecting us to flop it? I think I there's a maybe a chance that Kylan bops it. Okay, there's maybe a chance. But even if not, like, and I know, I know, especially like the last song, my first stare, which isn't the true the true last song. It's not if we're counting the hidden track. It's not the last song. But right. my first stereo when we talk. When, if you, I don't know what y'all know about this song, but I know lyrically y'all are going to just destroy <laughs> that part. But I have like something that I'm like, I'm not trying to like make you like not destroy it in the part B. It's but fine. you have but, like, like a soft spot for it. I do. And yeah. I like, I no, can recognize good. like, sure, this is bad, but I hey, have, man, so I have sure. a lot of stuff. So, we, we say on this show all the time how nostalgia is like a valid yeah. part of the listening experience. For sure. Well, the and beauty I've been of this podcast. Up, the beauty of this podcast. <laughs> and I've been hyping up and being like, every time we like talk about nostalgia, like you can't bop an album on nostalgia alone because yeah. I'm setting precedent for this episode. <laughs> Absolutely. To be like, if you I were, bop it on nostalgia alone, it's okay. It was a long con. You were working a long yes. con on yeah. us every time you Playing said that. Is what is happening. Well, that's really funny because... I think just like nowhere, I think actually on the show, but in private a lot, Josh, you know, I just, I shit on FM static like <laughs> all the time. <laughs> like it's kind of a bit. Uh, <laughs> and I think you mine. would kind of even do that. Like whenever we first got to college and you probably like open up my CD case and you're like, there's three FM static CDs. Here. Like, what is this guy three, doing? Huh? Like, yeah. So, okay. So I guess that that's as good a place as any to get into sort of my experience with FM static. I would love to hear about it. So for the longest time, I thought they were Hawk Nelson. <laughs> I, Kylan, I just want to pause for a second and say, I get it, brother. Right? That, like, that was there's, kind of my there's thing, a very too. good reason for that, actually. Yeah. There's, like, yeah, a very specific kind of... Okay, it all kind of falls into me. There's a very specific sort of pop radio pop punk that's different totally. than other pop punk. 
your good Charlottes, your simple yep. plans. Oh yeah. Your Avril Lavines, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, I wasn't aware of FM Static until yeah, I wasn't really aware of who they were until a little later than you, Josh, like probably when I was in high school and I was at my most, most insufferable in terms <laughs> of like hipsterdom and music <laughs> uh, gatekeeping. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that specific kind of music, because I related it to middle school, mm. felt a little bit like baby music. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just like, oh, that's just like so like middle schooler teeny bop. In your mind, it was like the theme song to Muppet Babies. Oh, sure. Exactly. Well, um, and there's a lot of that on FM Static's later stuff that I'm like, okay, Trevor, I think you should be writing at a more mature level by now at this point in your career. Hmm. But I think on this record, like... Yeah, on the first, it gets a little bit of a pass. Yeah, it, it lines and, up. And I don't think it is as, like, immature as some of the later stuff, maybe. Interesting. So, yeah, it's interesting. It so, kind of went backwards. It kind of, I feel like it kind of did, maybe. I think he kind of, like, realized, like, oh, this worked. Like, let me run with this. And maybe not great. But, like, like you were saying, Kyle, the Hawk Nelson connection is, I think Trevor discovered Hawk Nelson and brought them to Tooth and Nail. Uh, and like okay. wrote co-wrote a lot of songs with them on at least their first record. Interesting. So I think like that connection is valid because of Trevor. So it's not sense. just in your head. Yep. Like yeah. there's okay. actually a correlative backing for for that Sweet. reasoning. Yeah, but I'm the same man. I kind of thought of them as like what they're it's like, oh, they're just another one of those tooth and nail bands that is on the compilation CD sometimes, and I know one of their songs. Yeah, you know, definitely, maybe, right? Yeah, uh, maybe. No, no, definitely. Definitely. Maybe. Maybe. Definitely. No, I'm saying maybe. you definitely know it. Maybe. But I, d- yeah, that's the, that's the only sort of context that I have for this band. I didn't even know they were a TFK side project until oh, really? this moment. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I will say this. It is my least favorite of TFK side projects. <laughs> nice. Your least Do you know favorite. what my... F- well, there's yeah, what's two, your favorite? Right? That could be the drawing room, then. Yeah, drawing room's okay. the best, dude. Okay, I didn't know. I you love the drawing, the drawing room. room. Man, I was thinking that's that was be a, a I was just deep a, that cut was for to make a deep like cut. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be a deep cut for whenever we do that record. Yeah, I I love that record. Okay, Kylan, how much how much FM static do you know at least, or do you know from this record? Definitely, maybe that one song. <laughs> <laughs> You're like me. Yeah, I don't it's know, great. man. It all kind of blended together. I've listened to this album, but I don't remember the last time. Oh, the way, baby. So for all intents and purposes, Kylan and I are both pretty kinda blank slates. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, pretty cool. Man. Yeah. Well, you know, I think you guys should just like imagine this, listen to this in high school, or just like I'm going to imagine Josh it in middle school. High school. Yeah. Josh in middle school growing his first little tiny wispy hairs of a mustache <laughs> with his Walkman and his big baggy jeans just oh, like yeah. walking down the hallway listening to FM Static and it's going to bring me so much joy. I love that. Okay. So do we want to do Flopper Bop yeah, predictions? Like that's all it. we have to do, right? Okay. Y'all have never listened to this record before, right? Yeah. True. I have no context really Man. except beyond thinking they're Hawk Nelson and <laughs> personally... And- Treating them as a joke in our relationship, Josh. <laughs> uh, but 
Okay, so I want to go first then. Go for it. Saying all that. Yeah, with all that being said, I think I'm at a place in my life where I'm much more receptive. So I think I'm going to have a really good time listening to this record. I do feel like there's going to be a lot of the same. I feel like every song is going to be the exact same song. But that being said, it's a relatively short record. I think I can get in and out. If the sun's still shining, I'm having a good time playing outside. I think I'm going to bop this record. It could be a good day, Bob. I think so. I think it'll be a good day, Bob. I think there's a chance you could bop this record. Nice. All right. Yeah. What about you? So I'll I'll go because I I just I want to leave Josh some room to to wax. All right. Uh, all right. Romantic. Thanks, about TJ. FM Static. Thanks. Oh yeah, man. Let me look into your eyes and say thank you, TJ. You got it, Thanks. buddy. Stop looking in each you other's eyes. Hand. I'm so you jealous. Shake your hand. I'm gonna shake your hand and say, Hey, thank man. You. Cheers. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, I I feel really bad after having shaken your hand and and looking lovingly in your eyes, Josh. <laughs> oh, and then stab him in the back. Okay, Brutus. Um, I think I think this is gonna be one of those that I like. I can get down with to a point, and then I think there will be some moments where I'm like, ah, this is egregious to my song sensibilities as a listener in my silly way, and I think I'll maybe just barely flop it. Like, I, I hate to even say that. That's such a weird thing to say, but I do feel like it's going to be one of those, like, barely flops. Like, Gosh, it almost... You, you went to this man's home. I know. You used his soap. I know. And you shook his hand, and you were going to bop <laughs> his gonna, favorite <laughs> middle school record? Flop Wow, it. you were cold. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's true. It's, it's pretty... I mean, it's pretty cutthroat of me. I would be surprised if you bopped it. Yeah, I'm just trying to be real, realistic. Yeah, no, no, that's I'm trying fair. to set the standards. I was like, not expecting anything less. So that it, rather than like being like, I'm gonna probably bop this and then I'll be like, TJ might actually like it. That would destroy you. Yeah, I can't would, do that. I would be destroyed. I respect you too much. You can't have that on your hands. No, no, no way. So you should probably bop this record, right? <laughs> I'll be thinking about it. You remember that little political horse trading I was doing with you, Kylan, for the wedding self-titled? Yep. It's all yep. There you go. Into play here. There you <laughs> go. The long con for this record, guys. Uh, you are, man. That's funny. Well, and you and you got some goodwill too. So, where is this coming out in relation to the Suns episode? This is, I think, the week after. Okay. So yeah, you have been playing the long game because then you also. You set up another sneaky wish list record that turned out really great that we all bopped. So, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey guys. Hello the, and welcome. Willow saying hello and welcome. Hello, oh, Willow. hello, Willow. Thanks for having us on your podcast. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thanks for having us on your podcast. Okay. Nice. Well, well, I think I, that's. Do I have to say, did I have already oh, yeah. made myself clear? Josh. Oh, Josh. Are what you going to flop be? or bop this record? We don't know. We're on the edge of our seats. I mean, this is going to be a big bop, guys. Like, And it's going to be one that I think I will definitely recognize the flaws in it. But right. sure, it just has like way too much nostalgia and like good memories and good times associated with it. So I'm just going to... It's going to be too much fun for me. I'm going to enjoy it. It'll be fast. I think that's, that's, that's working in my favor for this record for Kylan. All these songs are going to be very fast. Maybe a lot of <laughs> yeah. the same for Kylan, but very fast. And it's going to be fun. So I'm going to bop it. Easy bop. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Man. Easy bop. Easy bop for Josh. Well, I'm excited to get into it. It's going to be cool. Yeah. Oh, I have the CD here oh. as well. Oh, so look at that. So I have that. some nice... Uh, Go get some Foley work. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can read through all the liner notes as well. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great time. 
Go for it, TJ. You know, pick it up right yeah. off my desk. I don't. I don't usually get to do this. You know. Yeah. It's a treat. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's wearing a Ramones shirt, y'all. <laughs> he's so punk rock. So cool. We're gonna take a break. It's gonna be a short listen for the listener, but we're gonna take a week and we're gonna listen to FM Static's 2003 debut record. What are you waiting for? And I just can't wait to find out what are you guys waiting for until we meet again next week to talk about this record. I'm waiting for three days later to find something to believe in. And what I'll believe in is for you to hold me twice. Ooh, definitely. Hey now. Hey now. I'm going to only, that's the only song I know. So that's the only joke. Hey now, Donna. (laughs) Don't be crazy Mary. That bit won't wear out. No, definitely. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) It actually does get funnier. (laughs) Hey, TJ. Hey, Josh. I've got something to tell you that you're definitely going to like. Really? Oh, you got me on the edge of my seat. What is it? Yeah, you're not going to, I don't think you're maybe going to like this. You're definitely going to like this. Definitely going to like it? All yeah. right. Maybe. Nah, definitely. Wait, definitely? Yeah, okay. yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> our sponsor today, and our sponsor every day, is Collide Records, who we all love here. And if you're listening to this episode, there's a good chance you're a fan of FM Static or Trevor and Steve's other little band known as Thousand Foot Crutch. They're a little more underground. You probably never heard yeah, of them. I don't know if you guys know who they are. I don't think, to my knowledge, there's not been a lot of TFK or FM Static vinyl release. Definitely not any FM Static, but there's some CDs in there. And, you know, I went through a little bit of a CD purge when my first son was being born. I got rid of a lot of CDs, and I got rid of some FM Static CDs that, you know, I bought when I was in middle school and high school, and I kind of regretted it. And I recently went back, and I got new versions of them. And you know what? You can do that at ClydeRecords.com. Wow. And you can either repurchase them if you had them back in the day and you want to recomplete your collection, or if you want to fill that collection out for the first time of FM Static or TFK CDs, they've got a great selection in stock. And what's more, if you use the promo code CHURCHJAMSNOW, you'll get 20% off your order. Your entire order. That's with one CD or two CDs or all the FM Static and TFK CDs combined. But it doesn't have to stop there. Hey, now. I mean, I'll warn you right now, you could start perusing their site, and then next thing you know, it's three days later, and you're like, I've got, I found so much great music that I need to buy. You know what? I think I might just go check it out right now, because you've given me something to believe in, Josh. Filling out that nice TFK discography. It will give you new music to jam for all the days. And regardless of whether it's three days later or a week later, at some point, the music will arrive at my doorstep, ready to put on my turntable or in my CD player. And I think that's an important point that you're bringing up is that, yes, these things are on, these music, these albums are on streaming right now. But there's something different that if you buy the CD and you put it in your first stereo, that's how you could listen to this the way (laughs) it was intended to be listened. Hey, that sounds crazy, Mary. I mean, Josh. (laughs) Sorry, forgot your name there. That happens a lot. You'd be surprised, actually. I'm getting the notion that things get a little weird when you get on Collide Records and you start perusing. They got too much good stuff, you know? It's their own fault. But, you know, we're happy to support them, and we'd love for you guys to go to colliderecords.com and use the promo code CHURCHJAMS now for 20% off your first order. Definitely. Hey, welcome back, everybody. 
Oh, hey. Hope you enjoyed those sweet, sweet ads as much as we enjoyed recording them. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's possible, Kylan. That's very have true. have a great time with the ads. It's the most fun we have all week. Yeah, they are a blast. Uh, so, okay, it's been a week, and we've been listening to FM Static. I'm so sorry. What is the name of that? I can't, I can never remember the name We're of that. We're just waiting. What are you waiting for? To remember the name. What are you waiting for? By FM Static. There's two things I want to know. First, I want to know if anyone has any general thoughts. And second, I feel like we've been doing this lately and I really enjoy it. Since Josh, this is a wish list record of yours. Now that we've actually all spent some dedicated time listening to it, now how do you feel about TJ and I flopping or bopping this record? Okay. I think Kylan's going to bop it. I, I think he had a good time with it. Ah, TJ, I think it's right on the line for TJ. Like, I could see TJ having a good time with it. I for sure know, I think the biggest issue everyone's going to have is with the lyrics. And probably understandably so. And I know (laughs) he's a big lyric guy. So, that's true. I could see that being a make or break. But, could be. I don't want to show my hand too much, but I think musically, it's a good time. So, maybe he's down for that. But, you know, I'm going to just, I'm going to make it fun. Kylan Bop, TJ Flop. Okay. All right. Cool. Was that your prediction? I can't remember. Yeah, I know. Well, we did this in part A, but yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, Yeah, because I think I predicted a flop for myself. And I think I predicted a bop. So I think we're we're still right in line. So, okay, any general thoughts about this? I do have two. Okay. Um, The first one was I, I always thought this one was an album title, like Do You Feel Where It Is Not a Question? With a question mark, mm. but it actually is one it is. with a question, so I'm very glad for that. I had to pull out my CD to confirm. And <laughs> wait, uh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. We need that Foley work, bro. There we go. There, there it is. Yeah, there we go. Click clack. Sweet, sweet physical media. Mastered by Troy Klesner. <laughs> Ooh, shout out oh, to Troy. Yeah, shout out to Troy. Do you think Troy and remembers this record at all? No way. Because no I way. barely remember this record, and I <laughs> well, listened to it this week. It's probably because it's so short. This yeah, is, it is very okay. short. So uh, the songs we'll talk about still have like the CD gap time in it. But um, so there are 11 songs on this record. The total runtime is only 29 minutes and 35 seconds. Which That's what's up. makes it the shortest full length record we've covered on the show. Wow. Congrats. Automatic Bob. Static. <laughs> yeah. Automatic uh, I think Bob. that's good for Kylan. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, no, uh, Troy definitely doesn't remember it because you could listen to it in half an hour and be like what what yeah. even happened yeah what was that <laughs> it's yep. shorter than an episode of west wing <sighs> that's true <laughs> uh, that's okay what's your what's your other general thought josh oh those are the two the oh, okay oh, a okay, question cool. and it's short mm. nice shorter than advertised mm. sweet okay well guys we ready to jump right in let's do it man i'm so ready okay are we gonna do it now or are we gonna wait Wait, wait, what are, what are we waiting for? Me are to get my shit together? <laughs> play it now, or are we going to play it three days later? Dude, well, all right, here we go. Track number one, three days later. Oh, oh, sorry, okay. guys. So good, guys. Sorry, guys. Oh, sorry. Sorry. This is good Charlotte. Yep. 
Oh, same I didn't, band, right? I didn't even. I wouldn't notice. have. I, 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 I was pretty sure this was the song I listened to. <laughs> See, TJ didn't even know. John, we should have just kept it. We should have just played this whole song and then started talking our notes and see <laughs> if TJ like, noticed. Yeah, <laughs> real strong start to the album, you know. Yeah, uh, great okay. opener. Here's actual three days later. Can I? Okay. What do you got? Okay. Uh, you guys know there are like two things I talk about quite frequently are uh, opening tracks mm-hmm. and intros. Yes. And I feel like this is super weak on both fronts. Mm. Um, okay. You don't like just I, getting right into it? Well, that's the thing is I feel like every time I listened to this record, when this song started... I felt like I was accidentally starting like halfway through the song. Like it, it gets right into it, but not in a way that I really enjoy. Like it feels like there's something missing. I would have appreciated like some sort of like noise or more of an intro, but you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it gets right uh, into it. it. Not, not in a great a little, way. Like, like unceremonious kind of. Yeah. Like it was just kind of phoned in as like, uh, like, on a songwriting level, like or the the composition, because there are some other songs on this record that have great intros, mm-hmm. and it felt weird to me that the very first song on the record just basically didn't have an intro, right? It I, just it's true, yeah. It's just true. I I like that it was like it just like went right into it, and like the no guitars nonsense. are holding off, and then the guitars like come in with like the big strum to kind of be like here. Yeah, I mean it's all just it's all just personal taste, you know. But it felt it felt weak to me for like an an opening. You know what I mean? Like it didn't. It personally just didn't hook me. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Uh, it felt like it was starting on verse two. <laughs> right, right. It's like that. oh, we're listening to an album now. Okay, yeah. got it. I I am curious to see what as we go through the track list, what you might have swapped it out. I'm, I'm, yeah. Would you have switched it for another song or would you just added an intro? I think if I, I think you just added an intro, dude, honestly, I know it's like cheesy as all get out, but if they just had some like radio static, cause that's their name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For like a first album or something too, I could totally, the, it would yeah. and with the type of music that this, that this is. And I feel like the demographic they were going for, like it would have been a much more successful, Intro, right? Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Um, Speaking of personal taste, I did not like the way the bass sounded. Oh I don't man! Know why? But I did not like it. It was like really? too like almost like pitchy. Like you could hear the string noise and like the note kind of wobbling around a lot. Right. Yeah. Which I like think a, is a punk thing. It felt and very like Mark it. Hoppus. It was very like. Pick totally. really fast, like yeah, you can hear the string. Yeah, but I don't, know if it's, I don't it like even that a pick sound though, because like it doesn't have. I feel it's like a like you're playing with your fingers and it's almost a little flubby sounding. I have that note on a different song, TJ, about mm. not being crazy about the bass tone. Yeah, I yeah. oh, see. No, this is definitely played with a pick. Yeah, you're right. Like you but can hear not that attack. As, like it's not as like I don't. know, Maybe this has got too much low in it. It should be more mid range or something. But yeah, right. I, I get what you're saying, TJ. Yeah. 
it was distracting for me as opposed to being like, oh, cool, a bass feature moment. It was kind of uh, like, what is, that's a weird sound, guys. Yeah. It, it felt very, very post Blink-182. Yeah. Yeah, I've got, I've got Blink on another song as a reference point. This one to me felt like Hawk Nelson, Good Charlotte, and Yellow Card all did a co-write. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it came out FM static. For sure. <laughs> uh, this song totally falls within my, my theory we talked about on the wedding episode, the, the emo hangout song. Yep. Yep. Where this whole song is just like, I just want to hang out with my friends because we're never going to be here. And they say tonight twice. Yep. It's just a good thing that it's the only song that's about that on this album. Right, <laughs> Kylan? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. It's um, the only one. They got it out of their system after this one, right? Right, guys? Yeah. They got uh, right some guys? real serious subject matter after this, you know? Definitely. They want to have fun on the first track, but then they get into some serious Then they, it gets really serious. Yeah, and it's only fun. there are no more references to high school or Definitely hanging out fun with your friends. <laughs> no. nope. I, I will say, though, I like the the device on the chorus, the one, two, one, two th- three. I wrote that, too. It's pretty cool. It was it's pretty like clever. clever. In a in a, like... It was like, cute. High school pop punk way, which is what this album is. Yeah. So yeah, it fits. That's, it works. Yeah, that's I enjoyed it. it. For for listeners that haven't listened to this, the lyric is one. She makes me feel not two t o o much like anything. That's three times more than I've ever felt before. And then at the end too, they have the the gang vocals yelling the one two three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I think and it's really they clever. interpolate it too. It's like a two part chorus. Mm-hmm. So that they use the wordplay again in a different way, which yeah. is kind of cool. It's clever. Well, yeah. and I like, like you were talking about how they shout it at the end. Uh, I think this song and the songs on this record are like, they're super short, but I think they're packed with a lot of like sweet ear candy, like in mm-hmm. the last courses, cause they repeat the chorus at the yep. end. So they're kind of down, but you can hear them saying like one, and it's almost like an ooh and two, mm-hmm. ooh, three. And then it jumps up to them like shouting like one, so I'm yeah. like, there's a lot filling out the record, which I'm sure is just Aaron Sprinkle doing his Sprinkle magic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's got it does a lot feel of like cool stuff happening in a short amount of time. For sure. Like for yeah. how formulaic a lot of it is, there are a lot of those really interesting moments. I, I felt like there were moments where you could you could really feel Thousand Foot Crutch in there. Totally. Like oh, yeah. in the record. Yeah, it's all you know. It's a little cheesy, but it's innocuous. Doesn't overstay its welcome. It's mm-hmm. pretty short. It's a short song, under yep. three minutes. I'm here for it. No, I said that the calling up your friends, going to the beach, and singing the night away. I feel like Trevor has like a lot of these super cliche things in his writing on this record that I'm like, I'm almost positive he's never done that with his friends, but they're like <laughs> so recognizable, just like from pop culture and movies and TV that it like it instantly like feels familiar. Yes. And I think that's what really connected with me. Like hearing this album in middle school, you're like, this is what high school is going to be. Like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You talk about so that like, in part a, like yeah. it, this is such a, not even a high school record. It's such a middle school record a of like high looking forward. It's to high school. simultaneously yes. like nostalgic for a high school that didn't really exist. That you haven't. Had and it. then, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And but then, well, from his perspective, like being an adult, okay. looking yeah. back on it, like two middle schoolers 
thinking like the prospect of what high school is going to be like. Exactly. Yeah. Based on like watching Friday night lights, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of interesting that he's like both writing about a hypothetical that never happened for him. And also writing for those who might be looking ahead to something right. they, they might actually experience. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Well, and I think a, like this is getting a little bit ahead of us, but like, on their third record, it is a concept album of like being in high school and like it's a story of like this high school or whatever. That came out like a month before I graduated a high school. So like I was still in high school, like still like the target demographic for it. But at the time I was still like, I was like, I kind of want like, maybe we should talk about some like not high school things, Trevor. Now it's like, it's not 2003 anymore. It's 2009. Right. Aesthetic, like, but I think he was just like, this is going to be my little like high school time capsule band right yeah that seemed to be like a pervasive theme in their lyrics throughout their career i assume Mm. right i guess if you know what you're about like yeah he found his lane for the project and stayed yeah yeah for better or for worse for better or for worse worse. we'll find out though yeah i do want to say one last thing before uh three days later i think trevor is cousins with one of the guys in three days grace too oh that's oh no way (laughs) yeah so fun in joke Yeah. yeah maybe kind of a reference there but yeah that's very funny because three days grace was more my speed in middle school (laughs) Mm. my parents don't understand me i I think it's the hate everything about you i think he played (laughs) on like some of the early tfk stuff oh nice oh cool first like out of print cd or whatever that that's what people do or whatever i could be wrong Hmm. but better get your facts straight josh yeah don't Uh, mangle those facts buddy no i'm gonna do it it's, right. it's more engagement. People, I mangle the facts and people correct me, and just, it's, that's my plan all along. That's true. That that's true. It creates that synergy that we love. Yeah. With our all listeners. right, guys, you ready to move on to track number two? You must be crazy, Kylan. Oh, Mary, Jesus, and Joseph. Let's do it. <laughs> track two, Crazy Mary. I, it was interesting sequencing wise to go into more of like a slower ballady. Yep, I would say switch this with track three. I don't think I don't like this as track two. Uh, yeah, I could see that working. That lead line is so good though. It is pretty cool. Uh, lyrically, I don't know. <laughs> I, you just you just got a vibe with the record or not? Because oh, lyrically, I, I have a lot of problems. <laughs> Warming up, but. That being said, solely from the perspective of Vibe Guy, this is my favorite song on the record. Oh, it is vibe heavy. I totally get it. TJ, before you destroy it, I am side with Kylan that I think there's definitely some lyrics on here that I'm not crazy about. (laughs) But lyrics aside, I really like this song. It is super jammy. I don't, yeah, like, yeah. The that uh, if I took a little time mm-hmm. to talk, then mm-hmm. she, that is so catchy. It is so Crazy catchy. Rookie. I mm-hmm. found myself singing that like all week. Um, little time to talk. It's so good. And then they do that weird like borrowed chord after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the writing's fun. Way now. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but yeah, okay. CJ, sorry, here we go. Um, I have the soapbox around here somewhere. Um, okay, wait, here, here it is, here it is. <laughs> there it is. So I, I really do appreciate the heart behind this song. I truly, mm-hmm. truly do. Because I think that the intention there is good. But like, it's kind of, it reminds me of the point that Jean Yol made on our Super Trick, Super Chick episode, where she makes the point that like movies about war that like the director was like, I'm going to make a movie about war to show how horrible it is still inherently kind of glorifies war. Right. So this song has that same kind of problem. The song is called crazy Mary. Like right. we're just going ahead and labeling a person. Like we're deciding like, right. It's a little the well, like clearer like, than now. Like what, I know the way, right? Like, that's I know what people call her, but then you call the song that like you should have just called it. Exactly. Or something. Yeah. You've put yourself in the same camp as the people you're talking about that right. labeled her. Like you just labeled her. So, so I don't love that. And it kind of feels like it's, it's taking a little bit of the, again, like the, the character's, agency away and like and it, it does seem like it comes from a place of like high horse morals or like oh yeah. let me swoop down she, and save you like she it's can like run the, but the let's teach you how to walk like right. yeah i'll yeah it's a little, a little cringy rough. some of the other ones i feel like are good like no the good? first line he calls her a slow girl no 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 it's actually it's crazy mary's a slogan Oh I, yeah, it says online. You're wrong if you're reading it online. Uh, the okay, that's way I, better then. Yes, Crazy Mary's a slogan. Because I read slogan. it and that's all I could hear. Yeah, I was like, oh, no. this is okay. So it's a little Rough. less awful. It's a little bit better, but yeah, like I think a lot. There are some lines that are not great, but I think there's like maybe just enough other ones that are like it's you're doing okay in these lines, not oh great in these lines kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. But, yeah. Sorry, DJ. I mean, I kind of knew what I was getting myself into when I saw the song title. I was like, hmm, this is going to be interesting. I mean, but, it's a but like I said, song title. You're right. It does. Mm, he just like, totally. he's like, I'm going to call you the same thing that everyone else calls you. But like, right. It's a good song title. And I feel like you can't, especially if you're doing a song in like the Christian culture, if you're going to say Mary, everyone's immediately going to think you're talking about like Mary, the mother of Jesus. Right. So well, especially if it comes after a song like, called. Three days later, yeah, oh, like, yeah. yeah. Is this I a do kind of wonder. Concept record, guys. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Might be might giving be. them too much credit. I don't know. Yeah. We we can't know for sure until they come tell us. It's true. What does he say? I'll shake a little if she wants to. Yeah, I was very. So like, I was very confused about that. Like, are we dancing? Are they dancing? Maybe. What's I don't like? Know. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I do like. Yeah, but I like the sh- she'd heal a little if she wants to. It's not like. Here, let me yeah. help you heal. But it's like I'll give you an opportunity to if you want. I like. I mean, yeah, it's like too much there's, credit, but yeah, yeah but there. I want to believe that it's yep. written. In the it, I think it is coming from a good place, but you know, it also kind of has the same problem as like colored people by DC Talk of like, well, when we look at it through a 2023 lens, yeah, and through the lens of being kind of removed from the you know, specifically that brand of evangelicalism. It's just like, yeah, I mean, you're coming at it. There's the implication that like, I know better. Mm-hmm. And I can rather, say, I can literally rather say than you. actually coming to like, have a real conversation to talk, uh, then she'd heal, you know, like, you I know, feel like there's part, plenty of there's good big, and bad. Di- all yeah, kind exactly. of mixed up. Well, throughout this, is, the song. this is pulled from the same vein of like all the like, 
other people's songs that we've talked about. Like, I think Audio Adrenaline had one. Mercy Me definitely had one. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like these, and I think even Nicole Nordman kind of had one, but like she named her characters and like Mary has a name. So I'm like, at least that's better than just being like, this guy is. He's broken down. Know, yeah. And like, does that, drugs, that but Jesus will save him. All heard. That's just like so, just like vague. So at least this one's a yeah. little bit better than that. But yeah, it's definitely coming from, I feel like, the same place as those, yeah. which isn't great. But right. lab, that's all the lyrics. But like, yeah, if you just like vibe it. Production-wise, yeah, like, fucking bop, dude. Really it slaps. cool vocal it delay slaps. trails going on in the verses. Uh-huh. I feel like the bass is going to town on this one. For sure, yeah, some sweet, sweet bass. Yeah, There's a triplet hit in the last chorus that I know yes. Kylan is here you know for. It. Yes, you know I it. loved that. That was a blast. And yeah, the instrumental parts, that that guitar lead line, I love the tone and I love the the kind of snare rolls that are going on there. Mm-hmm. You love that sweet turning, snare rolls. Turning, turning. Like yeah, it's real just, simple, but it I just switch it with track three, man. Like this is a because track three is where you put like your ballads. And this is like the ballad of the record, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. It is weird that it's track two. Yeah. Yeah. So unfortunately I did not have the wherewithal to do an actual alternate track list. I know we haven't done, like, I haven't done one in a really long time, but this definitely, I think, would benefit from an alternate track list. Mm-hmm. That chorus is so catchy, though. It's so good. It's undeniably hooky. Yeah. All right. Uh, TJ, can I have that soapbox back? We'll put it up for now. Oh, yeah. Here you go. Thanks. Okay. We ready to move on to track three? Let's do I'm it. ready for something. All right. I hope this gives me something to believe in. Track three. Something to believe in. I just want to say, this is the first FM Static song I ever heard, thanks to a Tooth & Nail compilation CD I won on 106.7 Power FM. In oh, Austin. I love that. Nice. I love that. That's yeah, so that's cute. Great. I called in. I was like the whatever number caller. and they're like, Did you have to answer a question? No, it's just like you had to be oh, a it's just one number. you won like a CD nice. or whatever. And so like I got it. I remember exactly where I was. My mom like pulled over the side of the road. I had like the radio up too loud because like I want to hear myself. And they're like, "Can you turn it down? Because you're feeding back the radio." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, we picked it up, and yeah, thanks to Power FM, that's how I heard this first FM. That's great. Song. Nice. I think this was also my first song that I ever heard of oh, theirs, really? and it might have also been on that same Tooth and Nail comp. I'm not sure. Well be. Some of them had definitely maybe, which may- seems like the obvious choice. But yeah, then I guess they were putting something to believe in on other comps as well. Yeah. I think this would have been a great opening track. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. And then three days later could be two. Crazy Mary. Could Crazy be Mary could be three. Okay, I like. Th- Hold on, I'm gonna write this down so we can have our collective CJN alternate track list. Josh, are you, are you okay with these decisions? We can always tweak it if we need to. Maybe, but here's my thing about this song. I think it's a really good song, but to me, it feels thematically a little out of place from the rest of this record. Because it's like, because it's not talking about going to gym class or whatever. (laughs) That last day of summer, it's a little more vague, and it's dealing with like religious ideas and like like what the world is like wants you to be and like what you're gonna believe in personally, which is not what the rest of this record is about at all. So 
I like this song a lot, but it's always like kind of been like, oh yeah, like an outlier. Is, yeah, it does feel like an outlier, even though like musically it's fine, like it it fits. Which explains why it's my favorite song on the album. Oh, yeah, oh, there we go. <laughs> Love it. I I knew this was going to be someone's favorite song on the record. I should oh yeah, guess TJ's. Yeah, yeah, it's a bop, man. I know. Well, Crazy Mary is such a weird outlier for a favorite song on this record, but <laughs> yeah, on the wild is, card, is that, maybe is that your official one that you're going to f- yeah. pure vibe. Yeah, yeah. Crazy Mary. Okay. Yeah, Crazy Mary is my favorite song that. on this record, <laughs> which <right>. is <laughs> that's crazy. insane. I know it's insane, <laughs> but if we just talk a little, I might heal. So sure, we'll if, you to. If, if you want to, if I want to, you know, I'll decide. It's TJ, why is this your favorite song? I appreciate the desperation and the critique like the optimism and a little bit of like realism. There's a good balance and it does feel like it's, they're singing about something that to me matters. And in, in, at this point in my life, a lot more than a lot of the other content on the record. Um, so I think just I don't sort know of what you mean by that, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> so just kind of experientially, uh, it landed more for me, um, like the lyrics and then, yeah, musically it's so fun. So it's sort of like Crazy Mary where it's it's a bop, but like I don't have the lyrical issues right, you don't have the with problem. it. Yeah, that makes sense. So it just works on that level, like on both levels. And so it's easy. It's an easy win for me for, for favorite for song. Sure. And I love the falsetto breaks on that. Who's out okay. there? Who's going to so save So that 100% reminded me of, did, did you guys ever listen to the matches? They were one of those like, not very successful, but they were like on Fuse a little bit. I think they might have ended. I saw them live on the Alternative Press tour one summer that was like, it was Forever the Sickest Kids, Rocket Summer, All Time Low, and Sonny. Sonny, what's his face from, who's Skrillex now? It was oh, that AP uh, tour. So they did that, but they were that kind of pop punk. But they have a song called Chain Me Free where he does a falsetto thing just like that. And I loved it. Let me see if I can find it really quick. Yeah, um, it's so great. And he really nails that performance. Like, his his vocal cork is strong. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, here's a... I could have said talked about this at any point, but we're bringing it up here. I actually have it in my notes for this song, too. But I think Trevor may have one of the best voices in Tooth & Nail history. Wow. Really, I think Trevor has a great voice. And it's just it clean. It's so clean, but I feel like he can do like in TFK. He can do like the. He never like screams a ton, like traditional scream. He like will yell, but yell I feel like sings. he can get a little rough and coarse with it if he needs to. Obviously, it's a little like the new metal parts of, T- of TFK where he's rapping, like is a little cringy. But I think he is a good rapper uh, for being a white guy from Canada. Right, <laughs> but when he's Elm, in his that's, that's a here, big caveat. There, yeah, <laughs> it, is. it is like yeah, we can't just, just sweep that under the rug. Yeah, <laughs> I fully acknowledge it. But I, I just think he has a really. I've always loved his voice, and I mean, I'm probably coming at it as someone who is a huge TFK and FM Static fan all through like middle school and high school. That like hearing his voice is like oh, like brings that back in me. But I, being as objective as I can, I think he has a a great, strong, clean voice that I. I really so enjoy. how does that how does that stack with your favorite? Because we've often talked about this of like favorite versus best. Like, are you saying like he has the best voice? Like, if you're just trying to be objective about like, like, like on paper, yeah, like like tonally and voice control, like that kind of Range. thing. Is that yeah, what you're? Yeah, I mean, I think he's very expressive too. Like. 
right. maybe not all of his lyrics are like as deep or going to hit you as much as like a Cody Bonnet when he's singing, but, but just as right. a vocalist, I think, yeah, I think he still is expressive and like you can, he conveys emotion, but maybe more so of like, just like the control and like how smooth his voice is and like all the technical parts of it. Yeah. Right. Interesting. TJ, do you have a, like off the top of your head, do you have someone that you would, you would put in that place? I mean, my favorite might be Cody. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I would say best. I don't know if I could say best. I, best. I, I feel like that's something I would need to give more thought to. For sure. Yeah. We'll have to circle gonna... back. Keep listening, Jammers. Yeah. A future maybe episode. We'll, uh, yeah. Maybe we'll do like a, we'll get our old buddy Eric to make a bracket for us. Yeah. For <laughs> there sure. we go. For yeah. Sure. That'd be fun. Yeah. Because Josh, I, I see where you're coming from. I might put I might put Matt McDonald from the classic crime in oh, that yeah. spot. He could probably be up there. He's yeah. pretty cool. I say he has and, the and that's best. the thing. I, I don't one of the best. One of the yeah, for sure. Because they're pretty yeah. different too. So that's like an interesting for sure. thing. It's like for sure. what do you consider the best? And that's the thing is like bias well, in it. That's what's so interesting, Josh, because I agree with you on that point. I don't like his voice really. Mm. Right. I can, I get that. I'm not like totally surprised to hear that. Uh, I think for me, it's like so. It's so not neutral. It's not the right word, but it's so just like straight ahead. It's straightforward. Like right. Um, it's kind of vanilla. Yeah, and I think yeah. for me, like I like those those things that are a little a out little in left field. Yeah. Oh a little god! But imagine if Aaron Weiss sang this song. <laughs> <laughs> I need that in my life now. <laughs> I do too. I, I know everyone's been happen. doing those like uh those like training AI models to like model people's voices. We need to do a CJN funded Aaron Weiss <laughs> vocal AI and have him <laughs> sing FM static songs. Oh man. And if uh, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but keep all of the production the exact there? same. <laughs> Who's going to save us? Who's going to save us? Oh, so you're going like soft Kermit, Aaron. You're going like yeah, you're going yeah, spider, I'm going like, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, I love that. It could go either way or you could do yelling Aaron. 1979. Yeah. Right yeah. Yep. <laughs> you can do the other. You can do that one. <laughs> Uh, no, you're, the, you're the Aaron. I wish I could. Yeah, you, you know, that's that would make so more sense for like falling through the cracks in the pavement. I could see Aaron singing that. You know, but, true. Yeah, like that could work. I've never before been concerned about falling through the cracks in the pavement, but should I be? <laughs> that's might, funny though. Because I'd worry okay. about that. <laughs> I keep. I want to do an impression, but I know I can't do it, yeah, and so I can't even attempt it. I. <laughs> So, TJ, I applaud you for going for it and it working. I'll keep working on it. I'll workshop it. I'll circle um, back when I've perfected it. Yeah. Okay. So, we just need to we need to get a karaoke version of this song, and then you just need to record the perfect the Aaron Weiss version. Done. Can do. Uh, I do. I love this song. My last note is I just want to ride a beach cruiser while listening to it. Mm, yes. I want to. I want to be in the in the opening scene of like a early two thousands teen comedy yep with like the crane shot coming into the high school uh-huh. oh yeah like riding my bike that makes like, sense and the it's, opening track it's like it's like set up, in it? illinois but it's very obviously los angeles right <laughs> like, <laughs> yep they tried to make it look middle america but to failed. palm trees <laughs> too many palm yeah trees exactly working. yeah yeah and then the 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 chiron just says indiana <laughs> mm-hmm. and then you take your helmet off and you've got frosted tips oh hell yeah dude are you wearing jinkos of course. Wallet of course. chain. Wallet chain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a great song. 
It is. I, I enjoy it. The bridge, like, or the outro thing, the, and if you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. When that hit, I was like, oh, yeah, I know this song. Like, right. I've heard it a million times. But right. it wasn't until that last part that oh, I was nice. reminded. Like, that and brought me back to, like, the youth room, you know. That like, was another. That tooth and nail comp or whatever. Yeah. That was another, to me, felt very like TFK. Completely. With the guitar doing the same thing as the vocal and the kind of fast. And then it ramps up for that last, like, big moment. Yeah, it's good. It's great. It's good stuff. Yeah, solid pop punk song. Definitely. Definitely. Maybe. Maybe. Track number four. Didn't we do the definitely maybe? Bit we did. a ton of we already, we already did it. Yeah. Well, that definitely. means we got to just keep it's it going. Really Defi- do it. we? Do we definitely do it? Maybe. 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 No. No. Definitely, we did. It's never gonna get old for me. It is definitely never gonna get old. <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> it's cyclical. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. All right, track number four. Definitely, maybe. How much longer will this keep getting stronger? I wonder what she's doing when I'm singing myself to sleep. Cause he's a faker. So see you later. I wonder when you realize that she needs a lot more to me. Great intro. This is what I'm talking about. There's so many great intros yeah, on this okay. album. Then track one just is like I feel like suffers for it. Yeah, I get that. I mean, mm-hmm. I just love some tremolo guitar, guys. Put some tremolo guitar. Yeah. I'm here for it. It is pretty sweet. Um, also, this sounds like Taking Back Sunday with a co-write from Weezer. <laughs> wow, that's it. Yep, I love it. Yeah, right. No, that's great. Yeah, like make damn sure, but then they're like, no, nah, let's put a little more island in the sun in there. Guys. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Some Beverly Hills up in there. Yep. Yes. Yep. Uh, he sure knows a lot of girls on this Too album. Too many. <laughs> so many. many. Like, how Too do you keep track? because they all run away and leave him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he has to start yeah, over yeah. every day. I've definitely, there's a lot of, I don't know, kind of what we were talking about at the beginning of this sort of nostalgia that doesn't for something that doesn't really exist it's like there's you have all these relationships with all of these girls with tara though he wants to be okay but that's the but that's the weirdest part it gets into some weird almost kind of stalker territory it really does because he says at one point uh i'm too scared to go over i wonder what she'd say i barely even know her but like you know she likes black caddies and puff daddy and dancing and works at a diner and has a boyfriend who's cheating on her. And you know, the name of the girl that he's cheating on her with, like, you know, so much about this girl's (laughs) life for like not even being able to talk to her. Yeah. But she's talking to him. She said, or he said, you going to the party or whatever. And then she said, no, don't disappoint my boyfriend. So they at least are conversing. Maybe she's like, who's this weird guy asking me? If, and I'm just going to tell him no. <laughs> yeah, <'cause>... probably. <laughs> That's yeah. not established for us to know. But it so. is the, it is the you know, the, this is the the clean Christian version of Teenage Dirtbag. Completely. Mm-hmm. That like sort of like nerdy white guy fantasy of like, oh, she she, she doesn't would, need that she guy. She's like, a good guy like me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it does feel a little heavy-handed. Uh, obviously, 
again, we're listening with 2023 ears. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. You know, Josh, when you're listening to it in middle school, like that feels fresh and that feels yeah. real. You know, yeah. so you I get relate. how. I don't think I've ever had been in a situation to completely relate to the song, but you get the feeling of like, ah, oh, if only she knew that I was so much popular than girl. this guy. Yeah. yeah, right. I mean, we've all listened to Teenage Dirtbag. <laughs> right, <laughs> not me. I couldn't listen to that kind of music, guys. Yeah, yeah. You're listening, listening definitely, to definitely, maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe? I came to it late. Um, yeah, definitely. But it is weird. Maybe <laughs> it, it is weird because the it, it's like the straw man argument of like the boyfriend. Like obviously the dude is like horrible and gross, but then like to sort of sort of create this hero narrative automatically. Just like we're just supposed to like accept that the narrator is like this pure, perfect angel of a dude. And like those are those are her only choices. Either horrible right. boyfriend who's cheating on you or me. Or who's kind of stalking you. Yeah. And like uh-huh. there's no other options. That's like yeah. that's the sort of scope that the song right. presents, at least. We can we can maybe How extrapolate. Much scope do you want in a two and a half minutes long, TJ? <laughs> A little more nuance, just a, just maybe, a maybe smidge. Just, maybe a little more like self-reflection. Listen, listen a little agency record, for the man. person that you're <laughs> yeah, thinking yeah. about. That's very true. Uh, so my question was, how how old is he when he wrote this song? Yeah, that's my question too. Or when he wrote this record. Or, I'm I mean, he this record, roughly, but also specifically this song. I'm guessing he was anywhere. I mean, I don't know. This could have been, maybe he did write this in high school and like didn't do anything with it. But I don't think until, so because. I, yeah, no. I'm if they're watching Harry Potter. Between, Right. 19, oh, you're right. Yeah, maybe yeah. 19 to 22 or something like that is how old he is. That's too old to write this song. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Stream count and the popularity would say otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. it could it could be a bop that doesn't make any sense. You know. Dang. And everybody's just vibing with it. Yeah. Like Kai Dog. Definitely. It totally like worked for like back in the maybe. day. Like definitely. Maybe. <laughs> I feel like it totally worked for like like I don't know I don't think anyone oh for sure like I said thinking yeah, about yeah. this stuff in two thousand yeah exactly three, four, no five, we're we're and, and I think you know TJ and I are self aware enough to recognize that we are way over analyzing all of the lyrical oh, content of this that's but that's yeah. that's the point of this show. you know what I mean and so right you, yeah I think kind of maybe you meant to say that's the beauty of this podcast that, well that's the beauty of this podcast definitely, <laughs> definitely. well maybe maybe the beauty maybe. of this podcast <laughs> um yeah you know i'm to me the way i'm i'm viewing this part of this specific show in this specific album is it's really fun to talk about it in this way i'm also generally you know, not to show my hand too much, but I'm giving it a lot more of a pass than it might seem because it is just like a vibey, poppy, very poppy pop punk record. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, um, for sure. And so I'm thinking of it, you know, uh, man, we're just hitting all the classics. So Roger Ebert, uh, the reason <laughs> the reason he was such a good film critic, I feel like, is like, uh, well, up until there was a big period of time in the eighties when him and Roper were just like shitting on all the slasher movies. Right. But you know, he started out writing in like niche genre filmmaking and stuff. And so most of the time his reviews, he would, he would come to a film like where it was at. So he would, you know, and try to try to bring in all that context of like what type of film it is, you know? And so he would kind of champion some of those smaller, like genre like sci-fi movies and stuff that most people were just like, oh yeah, this is shitty because it's like shitty sci-fi. And he's like, well, you know, in terms of 
sci-fi as a whole, maybe it is shitty or, you know, maybe it was fun. And so it's a good movie because it was fun. So that's right. kind of how I'm thinking about this record. Yeah. Just a little, you're a Roger. Yeah. You're, a little context into sure. where I'm coming from. Trying to meet it on its own terms, but also. Yeah. Like I know what, I know what it is, <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. like. <laughs> And totally. so whether what it is is something that, you know, you're nothing if not self-aware. I'm, I'm yeah. You know, <laughs> that's records as well. It has yet to be seen whether that's something that I'm going to fully vibe with or not. I'm very interested. I do have <laughs> something I pulled from songmeanings.com. Some I looked up I looked up, the, up this record up on Genius and there's nothing, no annotations nothing. for this entire oh, record. Oh man, wow! But mm. on Song Meanings, I found some good stuff here. There was Ooh. a lot that I could talk about. Uh, a classic of just like one person explaining the very easy to interpret song. That's my favorite. Like, yeah, <laughs> Kyle loves so, that. Yeah, they definitely did. Um, so I didn't pull that one. I did pull one that says direct quote: "How can anybody (parentheses or girl for that matter)?" Not like Trevor. Everything about him oh. is just so dang hot. Oh my god! From forever his eight 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 on oh September twenty fourth two thousand six. Oh my god! I love it. And the his she, is Trevor, right? He or she Obviously. doesn't believe that Trevor is not gonna win in this. Like, like he could be like he's just the guy pining for the girl that all the girls yeah. are just like Trevor. Is Trevor she's probably I get. She's probably pissed at Tara. Tara, yeah. Tara. He's, not, he's he's a good looking guy. Tara in the heart of America. Yeah. Tara oh, right. rhymes Thank with America. Oh, totally. yeah, this is more totally. super cliche writing, but I feel like it does a good job of like setting the scene and introducing the character. She lives. Sure. She sounds like she lives in like any town USA with the Muppets, but <laughs> it works. I hope she's with the Muppets. That sounds awesome. I'd be way more interested in that. Mm-hmm. I'd watch that music video. I would too. Oh yeah, guys, Trevor is hot. Mm. You heard it here first, folks. You can't be the front man for a successful rock band like TFK. Multiple bands. Good looking, you know. That's very true. Well, Aaron Weiss would like a word with you, please. Um, (laughs) Hey, I I think that guy's super attractive. There's very different levels of success between the two of them. (laughs) That's very true. Both successful, though, I (laughs) I would argue. All right, guys, we definitely talked about everything we can on this song, right? Maybe. Maybe. I have a couple more things. (laughs) (laughs) never gets old if this does if this goes on a little bit longer i'm gonna have to call my friend to come pick me up wait this place but josh is your friend my mom (laughs) yeah i knew it (laughs) and what was her name again Uh, yeah i was gonna say can you explain can you explain that just a little more for our listeners (laughs) because that is way funnier than it has any right to be my mom's um, name is Donna. That's it. That's that's all. Track five, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Smith. Track five, Mrs. Smith. Is this intro like the most DC talk intro? Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, right? Listen to that again. Hold on. Well, this is Semi-Charmed Life tried to do a DC Talk intro. Yeah, For sure. Nailed it. Okay. All right, guys. Slant Rhyme, I'm mostly pretty cool with. Right. It depends. Uh, It depends. (laughs) And I will tell you, 
rhyming in quotes quote unquote Donna with tomorrow does not work for me. Nope. It don't <laughs> like work at all. Donna I could not get tomorrow. past it. Yep. And then there there's one other word that they try to rhyme it with later I kinda, on in the- I kinda wish he had just said Tamana. <laughs> Can you pick me up Tamana? <laughs> like just commit, you know, to the to the initial line. Yeah. We'll get it. We'll understand. Or we'll know what you mean. Daro. 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 Daro, won't you bring me up tomorrow? Sure. Oh, she should have been. She should have been calling Tara Tara too. Tara, Tara, Tara. It would be up tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I. I. Yeah. Just why does it have to be Donna, or why does it have to be tomorrow? I'm fine with either one of those. He could have said, "Can you pick me up? I'm gonna." Lose my yeah. mind if you don't, you know, like there's so Get many. out of this place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it just, it just felt so wrong to me. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like a little lazy. If, if Donna was like, it was imperative. Like he actually knew someone named Donna and was like, oh, I'm writing this song for Donna. So like, I can't use a pseudonym. Yeah. Right. There are ways where if you just took a little bit of thought, you could make that work. Yep. Or if Donna is just a pseudonym for someone, lots of other names, lots of other names in the world. <laughs> I love that because this is like something I've never thought about because I'm just like, oh yeah, I remember this song. The like, song rules. Yeah, right. Well, this is ever a, this is what Donna and tomorrow do not rhyme. Yeah. Well, this is what happens with these wishlist episodes of ours. Like, because yeah. most of the wishlist episodes are like, it's hard for the person bringing it to be objective because they've right. been listening to it for a long time, and so yeah. then the other people come in and are like. Why is this happening? And then you're like, oh, you know oh, yeah, what? I didn't think about that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Donna doesn't rhyme with tomorrow. Huh. Yeah. I was just a middle schooler walking around the halls of my school listening to FM Imagine Static. Little, little, little Josh. Josh listening yeah. To the... uh, uh, I bet you look so cool. Oh, man. With your Walkman. Okay. I had to borrow my friend's Walkman. So at least he's not, he's not, his whole thing is, okay, is just seeing girls' places. Yep. That's like his main like, lyrical crutch. Yep. That's all he needs to write a song. Like, I saw. I'm, I'm yeah. Inspired. That's like Apparently. Mad Libs. Like we could do an FM static song. We could do a, we should do a Mad Libs FM static song. Oh, it's, it's happening. Like, insert girl's name. Saw place. you. Insert place. How I felt. <laughs> Whether or not there was a boyfriend. Yeah, so this one was in a lobby. Was something which happening was different tonight at the mall yeah. or at the beach. <laughs> yeah. Where we're yeah. we going, where other Something's people are going. going down. Yeah. Side yeah. in the lobby. I, I got kind of tired at this point. Like, this is where the, the oh, sort no. of. Like, halfway. <laughs> yeah. I tried, man. Yeah. 15 I really minutes did. into the record. Well, I swear ha- to you, Josh. Yeah. 15, I tried. Only 15 minutes. Have to be fair, <laughs> half of the song lyrics are just do, 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 do. I like that part. <laughs> I really like that part. That I'm not even being funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's I, I mean, really I get catchy. It, like it's, yeah, but it's just so much. It's just like, yeah, okay, like it's because it's like overindulgent, kind of like tragic horn dog Romeo thing, and and I'm just like, I okay, man, I get it, oh, but man. also, is there something I, else we could sing I, about? Yeah, <laughs> I I have that note later, or specifically. Well, well, we'll get into it Dang. later because I don't know how much. Man, but the <laughs> emotional roller coaster I'm in the middle of right now because, like <laughs> I said in part A, as we were getting closer to this record, like covering this record, I was like, this is a bad idea. Like, dang it. Like, I'm not looking forward to this. And then a little bit of showing my hand is 
or a lot, I guess you could say, is like I've been listening to this for I waited only the week. It's been two weeks since we recorded part A, but I was listening to it and I was like, man, these guys are going to have so much fun with this record. <laughs> they have a great time. And then y'all are, I'm like, oh, they are not. We're back to having a bad time with the record. Uh, I was I was up and down, Josh. Like, cool. Enjoy. You me. know, I listened to it and I was like, this this album rules. Definitely. And then I was like, maybe, maybe. And then three days later, I listened to it again. <laughs> and I was like, maybe there's something to believe in. Yeah. You know? And then so, you called your mom, Donna. And then I, yeah. To pick you up. To pick me up to Mana. To Mana. But I said, hey, now, you're an adult. You can drive yourself. <laughs> that's right. She did tell me that. But I did have a, a little like self reflective moment on this song, too, because to sort of qualify my critique of his writing themes and style and how one dimensional it is. Like I'm not walking that back, but I'm going to contextualize it a little bit because I think I realized a, a little bit of a genre bias in myself because I paused and I was like, hang on, like there's tons of other artists and other genres that do this kind of thing. And I don't, I don't give them so much grief or I don't critique them so much. And I just pulled up, I just pulled up a random album. I pulled up Blonde on Blonde, Bob Dylan. And like, he starts out with Rainy Day Women, 12 and 35, right? He's got Visions of Joanna. He's got uh, Just Like a Woman, which that's 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 problematic. Uh, Absolutely Sweet Marie. Like, he's going off just as much as Trevor is on this album. So I pledge to you guys now and the jammers out there to do my best to be somewhat more balanced and fair-minded with my critique in the same way that I'm being critical in this moment. I'm going to try to bring that same sharp wit and critique to any album in any genre, and I want you all to hold me to it. Help me be consistent. This is great. Okay. Also, okay, there's another one of these moments that I just love where I feel like this is the only... It's almost like the the annoying Natalie Portman thing in Garden State of doing a wholly original thing. Mm-hmm. But on my comparing <laughs> FM static to Bob Dylan, uh-huh. I feel like has never existed. And so I, Probably I, not. Just, I, I love it. I love it. No, that's that's you know, that's really cool, TJ. I like that yeah. amount of self reflection. Yeah. Because it's easy to it. just like, you know, critique the the pop punk like high school writing brain and like that 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 culture right is kind of associated with like immaturity and youth and you're still figuring yourself out and like but that has a place and it has a purpose yeah once again like yeah. like uh, three it matters three adult married men in their 30s are simply not the demographic no for this record <laughs> totally you know like talking a- about young love big emotions that matters and also yeah. like you know at a certain point, you can move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> to a different yeah, yeah. topic. <laughs> but having that, what are you going to uh, say, that, Josh? That, that that specific. Oh, go ahead. No, I think that's good context. You know, like Bob Dylan. Uh, I think another candidate would be Mambo Number no. Five. For, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that takes the cake. Actually, that wins. Women in the- or loses. <laughs> yeah. Depending Maybe. on how we're ranking it. <laughs> True. That's fair. I didn't mean to take away your serious point that you're making. <laughs> no, nope, really good. No, that, that adds to the point to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Because that, that's another song that we're, we are going to critically analyze definitely the same level. <laughs> See uh, us on Patreon. Y'all. Yeah. For secular GMs. Now we'll do a double Bob Dylan and Lou Vega episode. 
perfect. That's also never been done. Just what <laughs> everyone wanted from us. Yeah. <laughs> As if we weren't off putting enough by doing some of the shit we're doing. Um, okay. Uh, Josh, do you have any notes on Donna? I think this is a bop. I really love this okay. song. Um, I think there's also one like that maybe I didn't pay as much attention to in high school, but then like later. And I, I do think I did actually listen to this song a while ago because for some reason it got stuck in my head when I was like driving to work and I was like, I know we're covering this in a couple months, but like I really want to listen to Donna. So I did listen to Donna and I really enjoyed it. The structure of the song is really weird. It's kind of like, I didn't know what to call a chorus because it's like got a chorus of the, oh, Donna, and then there's a verse and then it goes back to that chorus again. And then there's like a chorus two or a bridge, you could say. And then there's doot doos. And then there's the Donna pick me up tomorrow chorus. And then the second chorus or the bridge again happens. So right. like there's only one verse. Right. And then you repeat mm. two different things that could technically be choruses. So I found that was a little interesting. But I mean, it's well, also yeah, you know, I think that's seconds. I think that's part of what ended up making me a little frustrated with this song of you know, we made, you know, I made the joke about the Mad Libs, but it does feel like kind of an afterthought in general. Like songwriting wise, it did feel like maybe they needed another song to to fill out Around the album. The and he just kind of threw together some of his like go to cliches and filled the rest with, you know, doot doos and didn't really think about structure, just kind of like improvised. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> and then he's into Manas. He just told Sprinkle, he's like, I got like a, a verse and a chorus, and Sprinkle's like, we can make that work. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Cake, that's cake, man. <laughs> we'll whip this into shape. Yeah. Give me 30 minutes. Put some dude yeah. in there, they'll never know the difference. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. All right. Uh, this is another thing. I uh, While the song is the second shortest song on the record at 2 minutes and 16 seconds, it flies by, but I think it's packed with a lot of really good stuff. Like it's got some really good Oz and like the chorus two or the bridge or whatever. Like, yeah, there's just a lot happening in these songs. It's pretty lush. That's true. Yeah. yeah right. I know we haven't spent as much time talking about the production, but it's almost like to me songwriting or the formula, like it's all so formulaic, but then just the Aaron Sprinkle magic just has like just dusted all of it. Oh, and you're just yeah. like, Oh yeah, yep. that's just, that's just great. That's just like a given almost yep. at this yeah. point. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it it yeah, proves that there's a reason for the formula and that the formula can right. work, mm-hmm. which is yeah. cool. No, yeah. I feel like sonically and like production-wise, it's like, well, of course it sounds great. Like Sprinkle, yeah. J.R. McNeil, like, Troy Glessner, <laughs> like, of course. Yeah. Yep. Dang it. I had something I wanted to bring up before we moved on to the next song. I don't remember. It was, oh, well. You'll remember it to Mana. I'll remember it to Mana. Definitely. I'll remember it to Mana. Come on, baby. Hey, now. Donna Tamana. Donna. (laughs) All right, guys. Track number six All the Days. Felt some more like TFK creeping in. Yeah, it's a little heavier. Yeah, it feels I'm pretty curious, heavy. I'm curious how y'all feel about this. I want to hear because, like, to me, this one just hit me in the feels. Like, because it's like about high school, but like you're like leaving high school, but it's like, yeah, like I've talked about before. It's like so much of like me, like 
looking forward to high school and then like being in high school listening to this record and then like post high school like it reminds me of all of that so i'm like curious like i don't know how does that hit y'all without a lot of that context or like nostalgia and memories uh this is my mm. least favorite song on the record <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> 4k um well i think it's uh one i think it's placement i think okay so song wise are all these songs in the same key I feel like a lot of them are. I, uh, they all feel the same. And this is like at the point where this, this is the point where it really started to like get to me. And I think it's a lot of his um, his vocal delivery, mm. the way that he rhymes things. Like they rhyme better than Donna and Tamana. But <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Go home and take a shower. We can meet up at your house in half an hour. I don't know. I just, I don't. Yeah, I, it's I, it, fruit. It, it, it bugged me. It bugged me a little bit. I don't know why. I think it was just mostly placement on the record. Because hmm. the my favorite part is when he just does the, oh, this. Yeah. I wish he did more of that kind of stuff. Well, and I feel like we don't get a lot of musical breaks on this record. It's all just like True. Trevor sing verse one, Trevor sing chorus, yeah. Trevor sings verse two, Trevor sings the chorus again, Trevor hits the bridge. So right. There's not a lot of room to like, have a little instrumental break. Have a oh break. Right. Yeah. And you start to appreciate them when they come because yeah. they're happening so infrequently. Mm-hmm. But I do like the sentiment of it. This is yeah. another classic emo hangout song. It is. <laughs> it's like, we just got to hang out, man. We got to hang out because this might be the last time. Yeah. I think for me, like, it felt really generic in that way. Like, it definitely, like, hit all the points that you would expect it to. Um, but there, but there wasn't anything about it that sort of hooked me into that nostalgic place that you're talking about, Josh. Um, and I really wonder, like, how much it is, how much it has to do with the fact that you were literally listening to this at that time of your life. You know, yeah. so it's like that association is just so strong because I can see why it would be. Like, if I had listened to it at that time of my life, I, I think it would, it would definitely hit those nostalgia feels hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just felt like a generic high school song to me. A good one. Like it, it that guitar solo is great. Like I do like the guitar. The the um the upbeat downbeat drum pattern is kind of interesting. Like finally there was for me something to hook into drum wise that was kind of like stimulating like mentally. I was like, oh, right. that's kind of different. Um and so I liked all of those things about the song sonically. And there was one line that I really did like was the I won't look I won't even look over my shoulder until I find a cure for getting older. I thought that was pretty clever and efficient writing that mm-hmm. sums up that feeling that you're talking about, Josh, of kind of like seeing like thinking about youth, thinking about being present in the moment and also about savoring it. Well I yeah, I really like now listening to this again, like I thought that there was a or at least how I interpret it, uh, there was a good balance of like making the most of your time now and celebrating the season that you're in, but still like looking ahead to the future. Like it wasn't just a like, right. Oh, high school was the best man. Or like, I can't wait to get out of here. Like it's both. It's, which is why, yeah. Yeah. Which is why like for a younger demographic, like it, it makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. And would be powerful, Uh, like legitimately like resonant, you know, cause that's your experience. Yeah. I think it's like time and place. Like for sure. It's a context song that could totally land. If you're the demo, 
you know. Yeah. yeah. That being said, it did not land for me. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. I want to talk about that. Because I had a very hard time picking a favorite song on this record because really yeah like there's just i feel like they're they're all because they're all the same song all the same song (laughs) and they're all pretty close to like the same level of like because i had a very hard time picking a favorite song on this record for sure sometimes when that happens it's hard to pick out like a standout so there's like three days later was in the running donna i know y'all didn't like i did like donna (laughs) uh there's a song later in the record that i'll talk about too and this was up there for me. And obviously, like, this has, like, a lot of the feels and, like, all the high school and, like, like I've belabored on this. But, you know, I think I'm doing this right now. I had no intention of, like, I didn't know which song I was going to pick until we started recording. And I'm going to pick this one as my favorite on this the record. One. Wow. Nice, dude. Because... I was like, as I was listening, I was like, this is like a real Josh song, like compared to a lot of the other stuff, because you get like a guitar solo yeah. or a lead or whatever. You have a little bit more like instrumental breaks, like where Trevor's doing his O's, like there's an outro and right. yep. there's like an intro. So like, even though the song is only two minutes and 26 seconds, like I feel like it has some of those the most yeah that room to breathe a little bit and yeah and i mm. think i just have too much nostalgia wrapped up in this as well for sure so but i i'm gonna say all the days is my favorite song nice I, I'm, I'm sorry i said it was my least favorite no, it's <laughs> I like that. it really I, tracks I d- though like it makes a lot of sense yeah actually i do I think, think i do think it comes down to sequencing i think by this point i was just i would maybe, this be earlier in the record or later in the record for you then i think earlier in the record yeah and it would break up some of the like samey. Honestly, maybe switch this and Crazy Mary. Oh yeah, oh, you're gonna that hit could work. The nostalgia right in the hit. The yeah, because I mean that's what so punch. much of this record is about. And then you kind of like, I don't know, Crazy Mary is like so different. I feel like mm-hmm. musically, like sonically, than so much of the first half of this record that, or the 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 record in general that maybe kind of you know giving it that place lower down in the track list, I think would help kind of break that up. Mm, right. All right. So you guys cool. If I do, if I make track three, all the days, four and five, we keep the same, definitely keep the same. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe. So definitely maybe Donna and then crazy Mary right after Donna. Oh yeah. I like that as like a track. Six. Yeah. So kind of bring it, slow it down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet. I dig it. Yeah, I could dig that more, I think. Okay, ready to move on to track number seven? Definitely. <sighs> Maybe. <laughs> Hold me twice. Okay, Blink-182. This also felt very TFK to me. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like the beginning, I mean, the intro, just the, the drum production, like the, the the mix on the drums. It's got more of that kind of ringy, almost kind of like new metal. Okay. I was like, the tremolo phaser affected guitar sound made me think of like something Newsboys would do on Take Me to Your Leader or something like that. Oh, mm. yeah. Yep. That's the vibe that. I was getting. Uh, I feel yeah, like he's, he's doing more of the like Tom DeLong thing in this. Yeah, in this for song. sure. Oh, I saw her walking <laughs> over. But where did he see her? He doesn't say. No, he does. 
He does. The, the very first line. I, which, that was the most... Okay, okay. <laughs> Even though track six is my least favorite, the first line of track seven is the single most egregious part of this whole entire album. Pop off. Uh, Pop because off. specifically, <laughs> all the days, the whole entirety... Of the hook is about running through the hallways, 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 goddamn hallways. And then the first line, and then Don right before that is like, I saw you in the lot, or like, or whatever. Like, there's so much of seeing a girl someplace and running through the hallways. And then the very first line of this is, I saw you in the hallway. It's like, Trevor, learn some new verbs and places. <laughs> and yep. then you're like, I bet that's what they all say every time you write a song, Trevor. <laughs> It Honestly. just is driving me, it it was started to drive me a little crazy. Like, yep. yeah, okay, we get it. You saw someone in the hallway. <laughs> there okay, you know what? Here's what I'm gonna do right now. Uh Trevor, if you're listening, let's go to thesaurus.com. <laughs> and let's look up let's, I don't even know if we want to give synonyms, because like I feel like we need to break him out of even just like different ways to describe the same thing. He needs whole new subject matter. No, he definitely does. But like, okay. go to New Zealand, man, and like, not for middle school. I don't know. Josh, he needs. He doesn't need new subject matter. You know? No, he doesn't. You're right. Not for not for that guy. That cool dude walking around with his borrowed Walkman. Yeah. Okay, what about? Okay, in the hallways. Behold, behold. That's better. So punk. You rock. beheld her. Beho- uh, behold me twice. <laughs> witness recognize spot view survey okay. i like oh survey is good survey is pretty good right yeah because it has the yeah. the emphasis you could do it with the emphasis on the second syllable so you could be like survey <laughs> and it would mix things up like I surveyed you in the Hayden hallway twice, you know? Okay, yeah. what about besides like hallway? Yeah. There, there's a corridor. You surveyed her in the corridor. That sounds would... even creepier. That's stalker <laughs> vibes right there. The whole thing is stalker vibes already. So let's just lean into it. <laughs> you said it, man, I fi- not me. Damn, I fixed your song. <laughs> um, surveyed you in the corridor over and over again. Beheld me twice. Be- <laughs> Beheld me twice. After I uh, once, twice, thrice surveyed the thrice. Up in the corridor. <laughs> One two, three. Um, <laughs> that being said, okay, this was 100% problem of sequencing because I really did enjoy this song, but it gets kind of lost because it is, once again, all of Trevor's sort of greatest hits cliches and right. lines. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit Mad Libs-y. But the two things it's I fun, like it's good. Sonically it's good about this one, and I wonder if you appreciated this, Kylan, was like the halftime to punk yes. beat chorus. That combo, that kind of classic punk pop chorus combo, like it landed, it worked, you know. That can be a little tired, but in this case, it it worked for me. Um, And then I also love when they drop down to just the acoustic guitar Mm -hmm. and then like build the song back up. That was a nice like sort of breather. It seemed to happen at the right time, the right way. And it just felt like intentional songwriting. Especially after it starts so aggressively, you know. Yeah. I like you talking about that, TJ, because I am recognizing that we are not talking about a lot of the music on this record, and I think I think that's one because it's kind of a lot of the same. I think it's all done very well, but I think maybe that's like showing that this record is just like this record is just a vehicle for Trevor to like really showcase and like his songs and like 
I feel like the vocals and the lyrics are like the main, I know obviously that's like a lot of the main things in most music, but more so than in like other music of this time and genre. Right. So it's easy to overlook. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. But it's actually really great. It's very like meat and potatoes pop punk. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's maybe not the most, like not something completely to write home about, but still like done well most of the time, all the time I'd say. But I think that's why I liked this song because it felt like one of the more interesting changes. Like it's not just like two guitars, one playing an octave above the other with like high gain. Like there were like effects and stuff. You know what I mean? Like there's not much of that on the record. Yeah. Yeah, there was just enough variation throughout the song. Yeah, I really did like this song a lot. I'm sorry I <laughs> got a little angry, but <laughs> no, well, it just I... it goes to show that you really can vibe to a song and still have like take issue with the lyrics, and that's and you you sure. just experience both simultaneously. Um, you know, you know what though? I think I would. I, I think on our alternate, our our full approved by all three of us CJN <laughs> alternate track list. I think keeping it number seven, but after Crazy Mary. I, I kind of pick things up a little bit. Yeah, I think I like yeah. it a lot. Doesn't get mm-hmm. lost in the mix. I enjoy there. that. Mm-hmm. Nice. At this point in my notes, I was just writing lyrical things for this song, and there's a lot of here on here that I wrote down that I thought was funny. What you um, got? But I wrote. Um, I did like the line of "I'm on the runway on a flight that's going one way on cross your finger cross your finger airlines." airlines. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's good. That's um, pretty cool. I do like that. The chorus, you know, you can hold me once. Hold me twice. Even better if the stars are good tonight. You can hold me. Be my one and only. Classic high school lingo right there. I think we can all agree. That's what every high schooler sounds like. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Not at all. Uh, And I do like that she specifically wrote down, this is the reply reply to the letter letter you wrote me. me. Because Mm -hmm. Trevor probably would have been real lost without that context. So she had to (laughs) include that in her reply. (laughs) Yep. Just in case you were wondering. This is directly in regard to what you said to me. <laughs> I want to make sure that's very clear. Trevor on the spectrum a little bit. He needs, doesn't understand <laughs> social cues. I'm going to start doing that to people. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it's just, just so we're That's how I'm going to sign off all yeah. my emails. Context, <laughs> like if I get an email from work. <laughs> this is in regard um, to your email. The re-colon yeah. is a reply to the email you sent me. <laughs> so... <laughs> Is this is this Tara? Is this the culmination of the Tara in the Heart of America story? Could be, maybe. But she moves to some hick town. Yeah, dang. Maybe but this is like she breaks up in with between her jerk boyfriend, and then her and Trevor start to get interested, and then she has to move. This is the one where she moves to a hick town, right? Yeah, but is this maybe even before? Because like he's playing on a playground. And well, I mean, I know I like as a teenager, <laughs> I played on a lot of playgrounds, but oh, like yeah. specifically talking about it, like in the context of this song, it's like right after talking about getting sent to the office and stuff. So I just, yeah, it just feels like, like on oh, the next episode can... of Trevor's Arrested <laughs> Development. <laughs> so funny. We're getting to the point now. I'm sure Trevor's not going to listen, but we're getting to the point now in the podcast where I'm like starting to worry. I'm like, <laughs> I hope these artists don't listen to our show and just hear us like talking trash about their stuff. I know. It's all in jest. I, exactly. And it's good natured yeah. love. Exactly. We That's, swear to you. I feel like I've at least progressively gotten less mean on this show as I we've. I think you have. You, you think know, so? More. I was. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> 
Maybe. Damn. Definitely. Damn. <laughs> All right. Calling me out. Oh, I'm kidding. I think uh, I think you bring just yeah, enough of the, that that sweet syrupy vibe guy spice. energy. Yeah, yeah we need a little. Ca- it's just like a little, you know, quarter teaspoon of cayenne. That's oh yeah, need, you know. Uh, but yeah, you know, and and yeah, I do hope if people you know that are making this music do listen to this, I hope they understand and at least have a sense of humor about it because, like, once again, you know. It's all about context. Well, and, and I think I, we've all written these songs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we have all no, written literally, these kinds of songs. I, the first, I wish. The first, song, <laughs> the first song that I wrote for a girlfriend when I was in high school was called Your Letter. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, great. It and it was about when I went to camp. Did she write you a reply? Yeah. Was it <laughs> in reply to your letter? <laughs> but it was like lyrics like this. It said, here's your letter. I forgot to write. I hope this is all right. I've been up all night. So like, I don't have any room to talk. Like that's the thing I'm coming at this from the place of like, exactly. I've written like plenty of like cheesy songs. Oh yeah. It comes from a place of, of just out of solidarity. Yeah. And and love, (laughs) love, true love is what brings us to FM static today. All you need is love. That's what we're all waiting for. You know, that's right. I think I've got a, a little bit of a notion. Um, oh, you do? What's the notion? That we should definitely maybe hit track eight. I think we should, because I'm ready to cause some commotion. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, like, what are we waiting Josh. for? Here we go. Track number eight, The Notion. I like that we've brought back cheesy puns leading into that. I feel like we stopped doing that for a while, but I'm always here for it. Some records are harder to do than others. So. That's true. true. Definitely. Maybe. <laughs> Ooh, this is Josh's the most like lip singing right like, now for our listeners. Like punky. It's like less pop, more punk. Yeah, it starts like full on rap rock and then goes quickly into like straight punk, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Left turn. Yeah, I I was like, this is a good way to showcase Trevor's rap skills without like making him like obviously rapping. He's kind of just able to right. do the fasting kind of thing. Right. Yeah. But I feel like he does it well, you know? I'm just a sucker for it. Yeah. There yeah, I think is, he pulls it off. Yeah. Kind of, there is some like, it's so brief, but there's like some sweet, sweet snare rolls that Steve does there's one at like 51 seconds right before they oh, go yeah. into that next session oh, it's like check it out. it's so fast but so smooth oh yeah it's just like <laughs> that's yeah. some that's some like punk snare rolls yeah that's mm-hmm. fun yeah so i'm like ooh, i like that and not long after that at 117 there's some bass but i wanted to ask kylan is it sweet sweet bass or is it a wasted opportunity I'm a little bored. I'm a little I bored. I just feel like he had the, I'm a little the bored. space to do so I'm a little much. Bored. I and know. So and little. Yeah, I agree. It's not sweet, sweet bass. No. It's, yes. Uh, I am totally in agreement on this. It's sad, sad <laughs> bass. A lot of other, he does a lot of, and it may have not have been the other guy, Justin or John. It could have been like someone else in the studio doing it, Aaron, after they all left. 
which has happened to me before. But there's a lot of other cool bass moments on the record, but that is not one. No, it really isn't. And I think it's because it's so obvious. And I don't like the tone at all. It's the only thing no, happening. the tone Thank there is you. pretty bad. The yeah. tone there is pretty bad. When it's yes. just the bass right there, yes. yeah, it doesn't... Maybe if it was up an octave, it would have been better, maybe. but That's what I was saying. I, uh, like, either yeah. up the octave, up the amount of notes, because it's doing the exact same yeah, thing as the guitar. Yeah, walk a little bit, right? But the guitar is already doing that, and the guitar comes in later, and it's just like, okay... Like, what was... like you could even just do dun, 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 like a scale, yeah. like a descending line, and that would be cool. Do 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 do. You know, instead of just the rhythm, yeah, five seconds, and it's already more interesting. Yep, that was my main thought on the song. I was like, that's absurd. Do 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 do. Talk about egregious. Like, literally, just add one note every bar. Like, how did I get past McNeely or and or Sprinkle? Like, I'm just like, you guys, you had this opportunity. Right. This was the one time the bassist could shine, and then he's like, I'll just do this. Guy. Shat the best. <laughs> Root notes. Root notes. I totally agree with you. I'm completely in agreement on that. Yeah. Cool idea, this, you know? Yeah. Just so, want a different execution. Yeah. This is the shortest song on the record. It's barely two minutes long. I think two minutes, 10 seconds. Wow. It's also the least streamed on the record, so Interesting. I guess not too many people ha- have the notion and are going to start the commotion. Not going to start a commotion. They're too bad. Also, not the very all. end of the song, speaking of weird choices, there's just like China. There's a China symbol out of nowhere. <laughs> and I don't understand why it bothered me because it like I didn't it at least didn't feature very heavily. And then the transient. <laughs> yeah. Da, da, yeah. Da, da, da. <laughs> Sounds like some kind of like demon in a cave dying yeah. or something. I love that. I'm glad you like it. I was just perplexed. No, no, no. I like your com- no, no, no. I like you calling it a demon in a cave oh. dying. Oh, I didn't okay. like I didn't like the moment on the record. No, no, no. I liked I liked Got it. the very specific imagery that you drew up to yeah. compare it to. Yeah, it sounded like a hellish soul just like fading into the ether. That's like, beautiful. Yeah. I just don't know why they did that, but <laughs> hey, man, come come chat with us about it. Whoever yeah, made that decision, yeah, for sure. All right, we got anything else about this notion? If we keep up this pace, we'll be here till October. October? <laughs> uh, definitely. <laughs> Maybe. All right, guys. Track number nine, October. It's hard to get over. She comes out in October. Someday I could show her. Love this intro. I mm. knew you would. Octave guitars move me. That was what I wrote. Mm. Nice. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Like, I love it. It's so good. See, this is what I'm talking about. There's such good intros on this record that three days later is like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bit more. They wanted to start small. And maybe it yeah. wasn't the right call. Mm. And I am um, in a hall viewing a Surveying uh, the surveying, corridor. Surveying named. in a corridor. <laughs> in the antechamber. McCall. In the antechamber nice. of my educational establishment. <laughs> this just sounds like we're... we're Are you writing a Decemberist song? Right. <laughs> writing Let's a paper and we just... Yeah. We don't have enough 
it's not long enough, so we're just right click replace <laughs> with thesaurus. Longer we'll do a synonym. Decemberous version of an FM static song. Yeah. Let's do it. So so far we got Aaron Aaron Weiss singing. Aaron Weiss. It could also be a me without an you. An FM static song in the style of the Decemberous. Decemberous. I love it. We're we totally making this album. song. We're doing yeah. it. <laughs> we touched on this briefly on some of the other songs, but uh, squeaky clean. But horny pop punk is yep. very funny to me now as an adult. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. the very, like... it's so obvious. You're like, you're so <laughs> horny, bro. But yeah, you're yes. like, you can't say it. But, like, you can hold me once, you can hold me twice. And then in this one, he says, mm-hmm. like, maybe someday she'll come over. We can hang. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, I love do? it. Because well, I remember those days. It's like, Mom, we're not doing anything. We're just going to watch a movie. Just <laughs> hanging out. Well, in the line of, and your hair was down and everybody liked you, is like the awkwardly clean way of getting around saying everyone thought you were hot. Yep. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But you can't say that. Yeah. So. Tell me you think she's dropped dead gorgeous without telling me. Yeah, he right. can't. But everyone liked you. I'll say that everybody else liked you. That's my workaround. Right. Take your hot, but you were a smart girl. So favorite day was Earth Day. Favorite day was Day. It's starting to feel like Miss America, you know. Like, yeah, um, I love Earth Day. (laughs) But this one, honestly, okay. But here's part of why I did appreciate this song more than uh, so many others on on the record. You know, I feel like we've talked about before on the show, and if not, or if we have, forgive me. But I know we've had these conversations in private. But just like the specificity of art. I think that part of the disconnect for this record was like everything was so vague and a cliche. Mm. There but was still like, with somebody's name. <laughs> right. Yeah. There wasn't like a ton to like latch onto. But sometimes, at least for me personally, like even if I don't fully relate to like a situation that happens within a song lyrically. I relate to like the more specific you get, I you feel like sometimes more. the wider appeal a song has. Mm-hmm. Well, I think this is the whole thing. I think this is, you're saying this is why you're a fan of the national. Like that's Matt Brennan's yes. whole thing. He writes yes. the most specific things and you're like, this has never happened to me, but I exactly but I get, understand yeah. what but you're saying. But I understand his I can, point of view. Yes. And I feel like this song had that. Because like even the fact like you went you even went out and bought me a Boys in the Hood soundtrack for my birthday. Like it feels like this is the first one that's actually coming from a real place. Mm-hmm. Or coming from a real place that all the edges haven't been polished off to be just like a shiny, vague stone of a song. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. so much less of a product and more of like an actual piece of art yeah, based on like personal experience. A little more authentic storytelling yeah i, yeah. That. I no, can see that i really did appreciate about this song even though it said someday she'll come over we can hang <laughs> we can hang around i really like that part when he does when they just kind of yeah they, when they're hanging around you know i really like that part <laughs> you like hanging that around part. yeah i like that you said that kind i'm definitely can't be objective because uh, in high school I used to say this was my favorite song because my birthday's in October. So I was like, oh, nice. I like this song because it's <laughs> October. Uh, you're so cute, Josh. I'm so I love deep, it. <laughs> I always, I did like this song too, though. It's a good Maybe song. he was it's singing about you. Like, yeah. he just yeah. wanted to hang out with you, Josh. And you're famous now and your hair was long back then. I came around in October. 
Yeah. Yeah. And you're totally, I remember that issue of Cosmopolitan you were in. Yeah. That was wild. <laughs> Raise some eyebrows to say the least. <laughs> yeah, but it was a think piece more than anything. In 2003. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just read Cosmopolitan for the articles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah awesome. cool song <laughs> <laughs> i was kind of static out at this point a little bit like the of, of like the model of song yeah. that, this, that this followed for sure it was just but static I, to you yeah so i it was getting there yeah. so do you think this one again maybe suffers from sequencing uh, i like this where it is maybe okay i think it's a strong second to last third to last so we're not so we're keeping the notion at number eight and october at number nine if TJ has a better argument, I like it later in the record, but I just need to take that weird China symbol out of the notion. <laughs> That's what I need. Okay, I'm gonna but... write the notion parentheses, <laughs> no China. No China. <laughs> JR symbol. I gotta write sure, yeah. no sign of chim- no China symbol. You gotta make sure there's yeah. no confusion. Be specific. <laughs> Talk about specificity. Yeah. Make sure your writing is very specific. <laughs> I'm just like DJ hates China. Okay. And then I'm gonna forget. No. I'm gonna like look through my notes and like three years be like it's like the picture of Josh covered in mud. Definitely. Oh, that got me good. I was not expecting that. <laughs> I had a good time on this record, guys. I know, right? Oh, this is a, this man. is a good one to bring to us, Josh. I'm laughing so I don't uh, cry from y'all hating on my favorite yeah. record of all I time. I know, right? I it's know. It's a real fireproof situation. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, no, nothing will ever be well, that. You, yeah, for real. <laughs> all right, guys, we ready to do... Yeah, let's do it. This is the official last track, right? Correct. Yes. Okay, it's so weird. We talked about this in part A, right, where they split up. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about that, or did I just imagine that? Where they split the the secret track, but keep like a bunch of silence on both of these yeah, tracks it's on yeah, streaming. It's for some super strange weird. reason. It's so weird. Okay, anyway, here we go. Official last track, my first stereo. I like this one was a little slower. This one felt a little weezery too. Definitely. Definitely. Huge weezer vibes. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you guys. This, in my humble opinion, is his first true love song. Mm. This is real. He's in love with his stereo? Yeah. Tell me how to write a letter by telling me this is in response to the letter you wrote. <laughs> like, like it's kind of because it felt like the ideas feel a little clunky because he was trying to be like, kind of, you know, edgy and creative with like singing to his stereo as if it's like. Well, it's like yeah, because you don't know until the chorus. You're like, oh, it's a love song. And you're like, it's about my stereo. And I love the idea. Like, I really do love it. It seems earnest and it seems fun. And even though it is clunky, I kind of like it because it feels very real. I buy it, right. you know? Right. I love that, yeah. Yeah. And I do I do love the, the hits, the drum hits that follow the vocal. That was my big note, yeah. Specifically, yeah. yeah, that was at 110 with mixtape. Yeah, I like when they pick it up tape. in the second verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's fine. So good. Wow, TJ, I gotta say I'm a little surprised that I expected this to be an easy lyrical target for well, both it, of y'all. It's weird because it kind of is, but at the same time, he took a swing, and I respect that, you know? Well, so I'm kind of okay like it with is it. Honest. Like, it's exactly. not he's like trying to write a song about a girl in the hall. Like, he's like, he really yep. feels this way. Because it doesn't yeah. feel like the move you'd, do, you'd go for, like, to be cool. Like, the song about the girl feels like the obvious choice. Right. And, like, this is like my Chevette, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, and it feels very sentimental and, like, true and, and vulnerable. Um, so I think that's what I admire about it and what I, why I resonate with it. Um, even though, yeah, there's some there's some lyrics that I'm like, <laughs> good try, bud. You were so close. Because <laughs> the, the anthropomorphization of the stereo doesn't always work with all his lines, you know? It was a little, little creepy. Also, can we talk about that guitar line at um, two minutes? And, yeah. And uh, I think the, the lick starts at 2.03 or something. Yep. I was like, sick guitar line, guys. I'm really digging this. Why? I love it. It's inventive and original. <laughs> and holy buddy, Holly, Batman. Yep. <laughs> yeah. This is a, the Weezer thing is so. Are you it's talking about the song Buddy Holly? Rip. Yeah. 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 It's a straight rip. Yeah. 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 Who's yeah. that? Who's the Instagram uh, comic that does the songs oh. and it always. Oh, it turns into. In, Weezer. Like, yeah, it interpolates it into that Weezer line. Uh huh. Oh, it's so good. Shout out to but, that guy. But I like it because then it matches up with the vocal, though. Totally. It's great, it's so though. so funny. Yeah. yeah no, it is. You're totally right, DJ. And and you notice they cut it on the very end of the song. They don't have the yeah. line continue right. on and yeah. descend down to the... Right. Because it was like, it, they just too like, obvious. Right. They also just cut it. They like ended the album the way they started. It's just like, oh, okay, that's the end. Abrupt. I'm just like, yeah. all, right, all right, yeah, okay, yeah thanks, bye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like me leaving is... a party. <laughs> bye. <laughs> right? Did, like, did Kyle leave? Song, like you could have had a little more time. Like let it ring out at least, or like, yep. I don't know. Especially if you're keeping like four minutes of silence or however many, like. Especially, and if your album's like twenty minutes long, like jam a little, guys. Like jam on it a bit. Yeah. Like you got time. You gave yourself time at the. I end never thought I would say this, but I want a song to be longer. <laughs> right, three minutes. We have not had a song that is three minutes long yet on this entire record. Yeah, it's crazy. I feel like Jr. and Aaron were like my head canon is that they were sitting in the studio like working on this, and and it was like that sounds like Weezer, right? And he was like, <laughs> yeah. Let it happen the first time because there's so much going on. Nobody will notice. And then, like the last one, just cut the last two notes, and no one, no one will figure it out. It, <laughs> no it's, one will know. It'll be fine. So that's why the song just ends abruptly like it that. Just cuts. They were like, no, just I yeah, just it. cut it. Just, just cut, cut it. Twice just too much, it. guys. Yeah, yeah, they won't. They won't figure it out. <laughs> that's so they probably had a real great like washout outro that just they cut yeah. for that reason. Yeah, it would have been like mind blowingly great, but right. saved a lawsuit. Too much like Weezer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. True. Yeah, that's good. The red tape will be. We won't be able to <laughs> release much, this album. Too much. Too much. <laughs> TFK will be dead in the water before it even starts. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kylan, do you have any thoughts on the lyrics of this song? I have some statements prepared, but I wanted. Oh, I can't to wait. Let y'all. Uh, this does at points have some of the same kind of stuff that I had problems with in um, all the days of some of like his vocal, like how he ended up rhyming stuff. Mm-hmm. He did a rhyme Michael Jackson with relaxing. 
Uh, oh man yeah like i get it but shooting like, some b-ball outside of the school, <laughs> the school yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it was yeah very will smith i love it. uh yeah no i don't really have much else it's the last song on the album so i mean uh, yeah that's true really you didn't have a lot of notes that's true okay well i like i said i'm a little i'm pleasantly surprised tj that I was expecting to come here and pick up the pieces of this song. <laughs> and I fully acknowledge it's kind of lame to write a song about like your first stereo and how your emotional connections and attachment to it. But I got to say, I super relate to this song. And like, yeah. I had, I had a first stereo too, guys. And of course, like, I mean, that's what you did when you grew up like in the nineties, like you had like, it was a big deal when we got like a CD player, when I shared a room with my brother. And then like later, when I had it like in my own room, like I don't know, like I just have. You guys ever get a three CD changer? Not yeah, too, way right before uh, I graduated. Yeah. yeah, dude, yeah, game changer, game changer, for real, disc changer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely, maybe. But, like this song, I don't know. Like it just reminded me. Like I don't know. I like so you're singing about your first era, but I was like, I had that, and like it makes you remember. I'm like all the music I discovered like on that, like listening to it in my room with like this little silly, like stereo. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I was like, I get that it's super lame, but I like that you, I didn't have to like totally defend this, but I, <laughs> I really like this song. Uh, it makes me remember all those times in that music. And yeah, well, I, I did. I had that happening. too. Yeah. 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 Well, it's another thing. Yeah. It's not just vague. I want to hang out. I saw you in the hallway it's like it is it it is very specific and it is a very specific nostalgic experience that I think we've all had. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's um, relatable. And I do like TJ said I appreciate the swing that he that he made. Yeah. Completely. Nice. Love yeah, it got us in the feels. It worked. All right. Good yeah. job. It worked. Yeah. I wish Good there was ever. more stuff like this. This is also up there for me. I forget about this in the running, but I also like this one a lot. Yeah. yeah. Are we good with that being track 10 on our official CG and approved alternate track list? Yeah, I think There's so. There's a lot that's staying the same, honestly. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like There's side not much B. that we're switching around, yeah. It's have you been stayed. writing these down, or is this just all? Yeah, yeah, I got them written down. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we'll yeah, have to yeah. revisit them at the end, because I'm like, yeah, exactly. that one? Okay. All right, so we got a secret bonus track. Hey. No. Hey, now. Hey, now. Josh, do you know at what point this starts? 6.39. Thank you. And let me tell you, that was like, I remembered that from like being a kid and like having to like scroll forward. That was like <laughs> still in my mind. That's crazy. So, yeah. This is how my brain works and how my brain is broken and how I use it for good. I met you at the club that night where I was spinning records and my heart said, hey now, hey now, hey now, hey now, yeah. You said you were pleased to meet me through the sweet smell of your perfume and blew me away now. I actually, this was kind of like a true bonus track for me because uh, my friend Travis Bounds, who I actually think had a sister named Tara, he burned me this record. And I think when he first burned it for me, it only had 10 songs. It stopped at my first stereo. So I listened to this record for a while with just 10 tracks and then either he gave it to me or like I somehow I got the lat like I got hey now finally so I got to like experience it a while after I'd been listening to the record so it was like a fun like oh this it was like a true bonus track for me like because I didn't know it existed for however long a long time 
you were like pleasantly surprised. Yeah, like oh, after cool. thinking you understood what the record was. Yeah, an extra gift. So did this one not make it on the record because he's it's not about high school. <laughs> but he he's still I mean, seeing girls. He's still seeing girls. But it kind of places. is about high school. But he's at the club where he was spinning records. <laughs> yeah. Like you do. But like I don't know any clubs that sell Fruitopia. Fruitopia, you guys. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> the club in Canada. Yeah, that's true. Apparently, yeah, Toronto I haven't. That's clubs, true. Yo. Fruitopia everywhere everywhere. I think this is actually a song about maybe meeting his wife. That makes Ooh. sense. Because there's a song on the second record that is about I think I I think the story at least from what I've understood is that he used it as his proposal song, Moment of Truth, to oh, his wow. wife. So I think this is a song about like actually meeting and getting to know his wife. That Then on the next record, there's a song about him proposing to his wife, or the song he used to propose. That's some helpful context. Yeah. Yeah, I really feel like the, the only reason this wasn't officially on the track list is because the album is so high school focused. And this is like... Right. Like, you're an adult if you're spinning records in a club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh, besides that, I don't know. I don't... I don't need it. Okay. <laughs> so, right here at 7.46 is, like, right before where we're at right now. He goes from singing in his normal voice to, like, pseudo Scott Stapp mode for some <laughs> reason. And he's never... Sounded like that ever right. on this whole album, and and not in this song. Is that like the breathy part you're talking about? Yeah, a different part. And instantly I feel so complete. It hits me right about the time you kiss my cheek. Yeah, instantly I feel so complete. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Is that supposed to win her over, man? Maybe. I don't get it. Big Creed fan, maybe. Yeah, could be. Could be. True. That movie wouldn't it's come out. It's kind of like later. the China. It just came out of nowhere. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Get your chronology straight, Josh. <laughs> that was one of the dumbest jokes I've made. I knew Josh would love it too. I love it. I love a anachronistic movie joke. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. This hey is now. what I dreams know. are made of. Dude, I was about to say that. Oh, you beat me to it. Hey now, you're you're an all star, Kylan. Get your game on. Go write a song about Donna Tamana. <laughs> I surveyed her in the cord. What was it? The surveyed you in the corridor. The antechamber of my, my establishment. <laughs> the establishment of my education. Of, of my youthful education. <laughs> All right, guys. Is there anything else about Hey Now? Or I don't think the album needs it. I would cut it. Dang. Yeah. Like that's that's cutting like part. half of the length of the album. Well, yeah. I mean, if you... Yeah, which, like we talked about, it's a bummer that Capital Christian owns the Masters and they're never going to do anything to, like, cut these down for streaming. But also, like, Tooth and Nail released it this way to iTunes in, like, what, 04 when iTunes was, like, they should yeah. just, like, cut it then instead of being like, I'll just leave it. Jonathan Dunn should have gone and got the Masters in his little cave security. He should have gone down to the depths, the secret facility. Yeah, uh. next to Nirvana and got it. We were running to Courtney Love. <laughs> yeah, uh, when you cut out all the silence, uh, this is actually the longest song on the record at three minutes and thirty-one seconds. Hmm. Wow, significantly yeah. the longest song. On yeah, the it feels is, a little yeah. long to me because it's just him and a guitar, and yeah. I'm just like, "All right, are we done? Yeah, we finished here." But I appreciate the 
the context of it being kind of a tender like proposal song sure. or, or something along those lines. That, that that gives it a little sweet spot for me. Yeah, it's a I little agree. more personal than maybe some of the other yeah. songs. Right. Well, guys, we did it. We did it. We listened hey to now. We did it. Hey now. I I can never remember the name of this album. We listened to What Are You Waiting For by FM Static. I'm okay. waiting to hear what we all think. Are we doing our final flopper bop verdicts? Okay, Josh, oh, since man. this was your wish list, you get to pick the order in which we give our final verdicts. That's fun. Me, TJ, Kylan. Okay. Okay. Kylan, I can dig that. I am on the fence about. I'm I'm the most wondrous yeah. about I'm wild card, baby. Yeah. Wild card <laughs> Kai Dog. It's been a while guy. since you guys have let me be last. <laughs> In terms of flop or bop, final verdict, liability. So we try to avoid it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. You do try to mitigate that as much. But as we're possible. gonna indulge it tonight. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm here for it. <laughs> All right, Josh, what do you think, flop or bop, buddy? I mean, I don't think anyone's gonna see this coming from me. That I'm going to give this a big time bop. Oh, a big time what a bop. surprise. Just a, oh, or just a bop, you know, just a bop. Yeah. Okay. Surprise, DJ. Ha ha. <laughs> Why is it a bop for you, man? Okay, like I've said, I've been setting a lot of precedent on this podcast about you can bop a record on nostalgia alone. And that is probably a lot of the reason why, or at least why it was so easy for me to enjoy this record. Right. But I had a really great time listening to it. It's been a while since I've listened to it, and so I was looking forward to it. And like I said, I had the emotional roller coaster of being like, man, this is a bad idea. And then I was like listening to it, I was like, I really love this. Like I'm having a great time with this record. <laughs> yeah. And maybe even more so than like I thought. Like cuz I was cuz a lot of those records sometimes that you loved growing up, you listen to them again and you're like, "Ah, oh, this doesn't hold up or I don't feel the same." Like so maybe there's a little bit of like you're risking how you feel about a record or like a movie or some whatever art yeah, yeah. that you loved as a kid and you revisit it and it doesn't like hit you the same and you're like, "Oh, bummer." But this one, I I had a great time with it. It's super short, so like normally I would listen to the records we do for the show like three or four times. I probably listen to this like five or six times. Oh, it's yeah. easy to do, but <laughs> it I is. Was, I was just really enjoying it. I had a really great time. Nice. Um, obviously, there's a lot of lyrics on here, and the music I think could be a little bit maybe spend a little more, t- be a little more indulgent, like jam a little, guys, like you said. But right. Trevor's right. voice is great. I, I know I can't be objective, but I don't have to be. So yeah, exactly. Bop, bop for me. Enjoyed it. Bop. Had a great time. Full on Bop. All right. Very I nice. love that. Right uh, on. All right. TJ, what about you, buddy? Well, uh, you know, I don't know if it's going to be now or three days later that um, Josh ends his friendship with me, but I'll just come <laughs> right out and say it. I got I to gotta flop this one. But but I'm going to give some context. I really enjoyed listening to this. It was a lot of fun walking through, vicariously walking through the hallways of Josh's middle school as we surveyed the corridor and 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 fell in love with Donna and Mary and everybody in crazy between. Mary. But she's not crazy to me, man. That's true. All right. <laughs> but no, uh, I, I enjoyed kind of digging into this one. I think it was one of those that was really, really on the edge. And I think I predicted that for myself. I, I think right. it, it ended up being exactly that. It had a lot of great production, like we've talked about, musically, kind of structurally, the songs were a lot of fun. There were a lot of things I could hook into sonically. And also I had a real hard time getting through a lot of these lyrically. So, (laughs) you know, that that's a big one. That's a big part of it for me. And I just, you know, 
If if you know what I'm talking about, I <laughs> I just can't bop this record, Josh. I'm really sorry. It's good, Aaron Weiss. Wait, that was Aaron Weiss. That was Aaron Weiss. I thought you were doing Kermit. Sorry. Well, it was Aaron Weiss no. doing Kermit. Wait, that wasn't Josh. Colin Malloy. It was Colin Malloy doing Aaron Weiss doing Kermit doing. <laughs> 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 lot going on yeah it's a lot but i would bop an ep of three days later something to believe in and my first stereo just a little short cool. little three songer i I, right. I liked those right. songs and i could uh i could stand by a solid bopping. seven minute ep <laughs> yep in and out <laughs> yeah dude. so efficient yeah That's so yeah it shit. was right on the edge for me josh okay. i gotta say That's what i, was I want you to know I was like i think it had right a fighting chance edge, but i yeah. don't think it's gonna pull yeah i think off. because yeah, like tough. musically really though tough. like there are so many other records that sound like this. So right. you could ostensibly get that fix yes. somewhere else without having to struggle lyrically quite as much. Yeah, today or Tamana for that record. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tamana. That's so funny. All right. Cool. But I think Kylan is going to bop it. Definitely. You do? Maybe. He may have the Maybe. notion. Well, I'm going to start a commotion to Mana. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know Josh really wants something to believe in. Oh. So he really wants me to bop it. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. You ready, guys? Let's go. Oh, don't keep us here till October. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Josh, maybe having TJ hold him twice after this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So. The stars are good tonight. <laughs> Uh, so when me and my stereo were listening to this album, <laughs> <laughs> me, myself and my stereo. Okay. Yeah. I also, I had a lot of problems lyrically, man. So I'm not as familiar with Trevor's work as a whole. Like I know some TFK stuff. Like I know phenomenon and set it off. I haven't listened to really, I've listened to set it off more recently cause I found my CD of it. Phenomenon. I haven't listened to in a very, very, very long time. So I don't know if some of this like lyrical content is just like like how much of it is this was written for a specific purpose and a specific demographic sure. or if Trevor's just an immature songwriter. You know what I right. mean? And I would say the same thing of Bob Dylan. So I I I don't know <laughs> Could tell that was a joke or not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was. It was okay, fully okay. a joke. Okay. So I couldn't make eye like, contact I with you guys. Think it is. <laughs> I'm just trying to make as many references to the past hour and a half as possible. Yeah. Um, no, I, I like the commitment to the bit. But okay, you guys know. I mean, typically I'm a, I'm a pretty much a vibe guy, and so Indeed. where this record landed for me, Josh, here's what I, I've wanted to say to you throughout this whole thing. Okay. I have tried really, really, really hard to make you sweat while listening to this because this is a full on bop for me, bro. Oh. <laughs> I was like, dang, kind of like a flop this on him. <laughs> Got him. I, oh, uh, yeah. I'm so glad I committed to that bit hard, guys. I, Josh, I wanted you to. Uh, so all my going. criticisms, all my criticisms, I, I do. None of that was a bit. I hold by that 100%. Right. No uh, but you can still enjoy it. There's some weak shit on this record. But it's so <laughs> fast. It's like, it is what it is. It's very innocuous. It's very kind of disposable to mm, me. Yeah. 
but it's very fun. It's like a fun summer record. Yep. If only if he stopped talking about hallways, I think I would enjoy FM Static more. (laughs) Uh, But I will listen to this again, definitely at some point in the next year, which is typically my criteria for bopping a record. I enjoyed it. It was a good vibe. Yeah, I, I had that. a lot of fun. I spent a lot of a lot of the listening to this record was in the kitchen cooking with my daughter. It was a kitchen bop. Yeah, it was a kitchen bop. So I had fun. It was a good time. Thanks for bringing it. Oof. Excuse yeah, me. Thanks for bringing there. it to us. <laughs> had me going there for a while. Nah, I know. <laughs> it was on the fence for me though too. It like barely yeah. the way TJ it barely like it was on yeah. that line. Yep. We just we just fell barely on opposite just sides on the other of that side. fence. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Like I could reach like through a couple that degrees of separation, and like yeah, the winds of summer after freshman year blew me one way and blew Kylan another. <laughs> That's the opening monologue for our cover album of this. <laughs> there it is, <laughs> with like we'll a never fiddle be tune behind it, <laughs> and an accordion, mm-hmm. and an accordion. Josh, do you still have that accordion you had in college? I think I do, actually. I think I still have it. Go dig it out of the attic, man. It's in Keller's closet right now. Love it. All right, guys. Well, is there anything else we have to say about this record? I really enjoyed being on this <laughs> podcast with you, fellas. Is that Mr. Rogers? <laughs> yes. Bane well, um, from Batman? Will you be my <laughs> beetle bug uh, neighbor <laughs> on the Coconut Estate? Uh, King uh, Coconut see, now I need Aaron Weiss as Mr. Rogers, because that's great. <laughs> it's pretty good. That is good. <laughs> Won't you be my beetle? I would be. Guys? I would be putting on my cardigan and my shoe, but yeah, I, exactly. I don't own them anymore. But no, he, yeah, he wouldn't put on shoes. He'd be taking off his shoes They're and the just dumpster. leaves them off. <laughs> I decided I didn't need them. That's good. That's so good. All right, guys. If you enjoy this, we have much more <laughs> nonsense along these lines over on Patreon at patreon.com slash church jams now podcast. You can also follow us on all the social media stuff at church jams now. I feel like we're particularly active lately on Twitter and Instagram. Those are definitely the things we check the most. So if you want to talk about any kind of uh, CCM Christian music from the 90s and 2000s, if you have to lodge a complaint, definitely just tag us on Twitter, which seems to be what most people do. Uh, <laughs> if you have any other wish list records, we welcome you want it. Some of yeah. us to yeah, destroy let us know. Plop, let <laughs> yeah. Know. You let want to put it know. all out there? Like I did. also give us a review on iTunes. We haven't told oh, people yeah, to do that in a while. That. We need more because I think we more only have reviews. like we only have like three reviews, and one of them is TJ with a pseudonym. <laughs> so, it's true. So come on, hey, don't, guys, don't do tell it. anyone about that. <laughs> all right, that's all from us here at Church Jams. Now we'll see you next time. May all your favorite bands stay together and peace out, Monfrays. The fire rises. <laughs> Should get Donna to leave us a review. Tamana, Tamana, TJ, can you get on that Tamana, please? Tamana, you got it.